Hello everyone! Welcome to the beginning of the stream. We were all having a conversation and I forgot the intro was running. Good to see you all again. It's the beginning of episode 22, I think, of Table wow. Stories Dying Order. Yes. How many months is that? What's the 22 divided by? Well, we started August something. Third? So, Can't 17 months. Yeah. That's, Holy that's... shit. That's the math for sure. Holy shit, and you still haven't saved the world yet? Come on! What are you doing? Boys? Messing around? Fucking around Having with- a sweet time, bread. Fucking around murdering people and- Saving the world takes time, alright? It does. Right. It does. That is true. And we'll see how much more time you take to save the world. As I a... have, like, accountants that watch my channel. <laughs> And they love when I mess up math, and they loved your mess up. Just saying. I can't. I literally can't count. Like, <laughs> I don't okay, know why the GM. I, I was doing math one time on my channel, and I was like, "Oh, it'll be twenty-four plus nine hours until it's ready." And then they're like, "So I'm not very good at oh, that's math." That's fair. That's completely fair. If you if you're so good at math, do it yourself. I agree. I'm gonna start doing that from now on. I'm just gonna do do the the fucking bit before the end. The sum, is that what it is? What is the fucking equation? But not the answer. That's a good idea. I'm gonna do that from from now on. This is episode ten plus twelve. Work it out. Um, <laughs> three to the power of seven. I have no idea what that even means, but I know it's a math thing. Um, how's it going, Katie Peters? Plays. It's going. How are you doing, Brad? Going, going, going all right over there? Good. Yeah. yeah. Right. I have a bagel that I'm going to eat. I know. That's talk. why I'm literally coming to you because I know you're like waiting for the chance to eat it. And I was hoping to just yeah. keep you speaking. So you're sitting there thinking about the food. I have this thing mm -hmm. when I play games, right? Which I've just thought of then where if there's some like half eaten food, I can't concentrate on the game. Yeah. Like I get what if I'm playing something, I don't know, like Battlefield or COD or something where you kind of have to concentrate a little bit, like my KD goes down because I'm thinking about mm -hmm. the food and until it's eaten, I can't basically play the game anymore. It also gives you more power because it's fueling you. Exactly. And this is the reason that you roll so many ones. Yep, I got my trusty. I have this. I'm gonna. I used to hold this when I played Sector 49, and I've stopped holding it. And I'm like, maybe I need to like hold it again. Is it while a, I play. Lost your uh, stress dice. What the hell was that? Luck. No, it's a boulder. That's what it's called. A D20 boulder, and it's just like. All right, we'll roll in. Tell us what number you get. Yeah. It's really heavy. Okay. This is gonna be how today goes. Yeah. Yes, 16. Yes. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty oh. good. We'll see. Um, we will see. Um, so, I need you all to roll me a dice, actually. Can everyone roll me a D100? You. In preparation for today. Why did uh -uh. you say that? Absolutely not. 
<laughs> oh, good. It's the B team. Infidelia's back. You have to switch back, remember? No, I knew it. Nine. Are you upset oh. with nine? I crit. I don't know, because <laughs> the last time you had me roll a D100... What? Just... What did I do? Just I things. Okay. It's a spoiler for Darkfire, so let's not talk about it. <laughs> oh, I do remember. Do you think... Oh, is that what you think is happening? Uh, well, I don't know to, what's happening, but I know how to, when you do the D100, it's usually something like that. So I'm just... You're giving me anxiety of thinking about it. Oh, God. Nah, Please let it just be where in the town you end up. That would be great. It'll be fine, right? Um, right, what did yeah. we get here? Uh, 72 100. was the first one. Hold on, I need to do it in order. Which is these words. And uh, a nine, which is uh, this. And a 27, which is uh, this one. Oh, that's interesting. And a 100. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. Thank you so much for rolling the dice. I'm Gents. scared. Gents. Okay, okay. I'm not. I'll close that now. Um, I'm good at math. Well, you rolled 100, okay? <laughs> that could and be. What if it's like. It. What nice. if it's damage, though? You know, it could be gravitational damage that you take. 100 would be bad. I mean. I mean yeah. I'm good at math. That's all that matters. That is I'm all already matters. undead. We're good. Yeah, that's true. You can't take damage. Um, Ellie is now an undead rat. Oh, no. <laughs> you have polymorphed into an undead rat. Um, no, I wouldn't do that because I, uh, I don't want to kill any animals if I can help it. Um, let's see. Okay, good. So, should we just jump into it? Let's just jump into it. We'll see, um, we'll see what those, uh, what those numbers meant maybe in fact you at least need to find out what one of them meant so uh quick um catch up as to what happened previously the last week we did the b team stuff where you as inquisitors um ventured under the sea and went to um the ruins of a continent called thelmesia which is a little to the west of the continent that you're currently on as the a team with uh in alexandria and just to give you a reminder, I'll, I'll flash up the map for you. Man, we have a lot of stuff in this now. Um, I will bring us over here. Alexandria. So you guys um, have spent some of the time in Alexandria in Bame, uh, which is a little village in the northeast um, on the edge of the Bamewood. The capital of Alexandria is a place called Bellona, which is also the um, the home of Ellie and Bo. It's where they came from. It's where they were at the very beginning with uh, Ellie in that um, relatively large kind of train station and Bo walking along that bridge, pickpocketing. Um, and uh, we've, so we've been there briefly. And um, the last episode, you um you met with Mother Numera. She gave you a big fat law dump that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even try and recap because um it was a lot. And I can uh, recap it. Go on then. One of six hands, I think it was. One of six hands will be the one to make the killing blow. And it could be any one uh it could be any one of those three. Not me, not Suna. That's right. That's like the important bit. That's one right. of them. You're welcome. Um, yeah. I mean, that was one part of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I uh, uh, at the end of that, um, she stepped outside of her sort of like little magical cottage that she had on top of this ice. And um, you don't have to recap this part because that would make it real. Okay, well, she stepped outside, <laughs> and um, and you uh, you were all um, uh, forcibly ejected from the uh, from the cottage. Um, Aura had opened a, a portal. Um, you were trying to aim for a specific place in Bologna to the best of your ability, and it was, I think it was Bo's favorite bakery. Was it Bo's favorite bakery? Pastry shop? I know. No, I, well, it was, it was like Elise, I mentioned I it. You mentioned a place, yeah. Yeah, you remember a what bakery it was on, on Strawberry Street. A bakery on Strawberry, Strawberry Street, that's right. Yeah. Strawberry Street. Um, I'm purposefully saying strawberry. Everyone never okay. understands that joke. Um, it's from Scrubs. Never mind. Um, the uh, um, yeah. So um, Aura kind of opened one of these portals that she's able to access um, just in time, and the uh, the um, I guess the it felt like the cottage was closing in on you and instead of you guys stepping in you were actually like kind of pushed almost into the uh into the thing and um that was the last we saw of you guys and the last we saw of mother numera and we're actually gonna quickly remain there in that place um because one was left behind um a little, uh, like, like seconds, I think, seconds after you guys are, um, are pushed through this, this, um, this doorway. I think, um, Alvin was on Ellie's shoulder. One of you picked him up. Look, it was Ellie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I start, yeah, I started carrying him out. Alvin sits there atop the frozen lake and a strong gust of wind buffets him, pushes his cloak off of his shoulders and his little blonde hair off of his face as he kind of wakes up from what looks like a deep sleep and he sits up, rubbing his eyes and looking around. Um, there's nothing about him. There is no, none of these symbol creatures that were rushing at Mother Numera. There's no Mother Numera. There's none of you guys. There's no cottage on the lake. It's just the lake frozen over. Snow beside it in the distance. You can see a mountainscape with a, a forest um, pushing in on the top of the lake there. He kind of looks around and then he looks up um, and says to himself, Oh, she got up top into the sky again, didn't she? Um, he sort of stands up, grabbing at his uh, clothing, checking it, grabs his pack and pulls it close to him. He looks around a little bit um, and starts to kind of uh, waddle over the over the ice carefully towards the um, the way that you guys have come from before. He looks up towards the the sky above him and says, "Good luck, Cora. I'm real glad it's you saving the world." As he starts to um, head back in the direction of, of Bame, he 
suddenly looks to his left and says, no. Oh, hello. And that is where we leave Alvin and go to the big city. Mm-hmm. Now, the last time we saw Bologna, it was the peak of summer. It's still technically the peak of summer. There's a, there's a heck of a, a lot of... Um, there's a heck of a lot of snow in Bologna. Um, Bame, Alexandria um, has been hit by... I'd say probably some of the worst um, of the snows and the cold that seem to have like fallen immediately and started to coat the world. Um, you guys, I think, are vaguely aware that there's a lot of snow around. Um, we know as the Inquisition that it's kind of hit everywhere, basically. Everywhere is, um, is very much um, underneath the endless snows that are falling down. And it hasn't stopped apart from a brief couple of moments when the skies have opened and some rain has fallen. Um, it pretty much hasn't stopped snowing for about a week now. Um, and Bologna's been hit pretty pretty hard by it. And in the same way that I think that the aura found um, Bame to be relatively unrecognizable, it would be the same way for Bo and Ellie. I think, Aura, you said you'd never been there before as well. No, this is the city? Yeah, capital yeah, city. Yeah, so... Mm -mm. Um, yeah, the entire place looks very different i think from what oh and ellie would would expect when you guys first um when you guys first arrive i think um that doesn't make it any less busy though the um, what we see i think just before you guys arrive is a snowfield very 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 busy high street kind of lots of people moving up and down, everyone in like thick cloaks. Um, there is a river which is um, which is partly frozen over, but it has been sort of manually kept flowing. Um, the city has uh, a lot of a lot of rivers that run through it. It's not quite like Venice or Amsterdam or anything like that, but there are two or three points where there's a pretty decent um, expanse of rivers, including a central river that runs through um, from the northwest to the southeast of the city. Um, and, th and they use that river a lot. People use it to transport cargo. People use it to, to travel. And there are lots of bridges that crisscross this river. There are also several areas where it splits off and there are smaller canals that run off from it. Um, the river, for the most part, when it was first um, built, Bologna was first built here, was was the central source for the town where they built up and around from it. There is also a, uh, there is always a looming presence in the distance of a fortress. Um, Bologna is the, the capital of what used to be known as a very like war heavy um, capital. Um, the Alexandria has almost always been like war torn with several civil wars and then involved in skirmishes that were like global um there have been wars between the dwarves and the elves in the north of lucrin there have been wars between alexandria and the previous um uh world leader thalmesia just across the sea from you um because of that this 
Almost every major city in Alexandria is built around some sort of fortress or it has like a great big wall that runs around the side of it and things like that. Um, that being said, it's been relatively peaceful for about 500 years. There hasn't been any like mad wars. None of you guys would have seen war for sure. Um, but there is always this giant great upkept um, fortress that sits at the north, um, sort of north central side of Bologna. And it can practically be seen from anywhere. Um, it sits on a natural precipice and it's also built up um, in such a way that it can be seen. Um, I think probably... Um, actually, Aura, roll me a d20. We'll see where you come from. A nine. A nine. And then... Uh, I'm just going to check one thing on your sheet. And... Mm, okay. You, um... You four are, are dragged into this portal. Um, it's not a comfortable step that you usually take. Um, but the same feeling that you get every time you travel through one of these um, instant travel teleportation portals, whatever it is that you guys um, sort of internalize it as, you feel that strange stomach turning sensation, like an extreme, like when you're on a roller coaster and it does the first dip, that kind of feeling. Um, it doesn't feel like you're turning over or anything like that. Um, and it really just takes a moment. There's there's, there's really just a, a um, an experience of you being pulled into this doorway and then you tumbling out of the other side of it and all four of you i think for the first normally you guys step out one by one or you holding hands and you step through this time you all fall um maybe two or three feet down towards the high street can everyone roll me a dexterity saving throw Twenty-two for Suna. Twenty-two, thirteen, nineteen, twenty-two. Aye. So, um, you all fall out of this thing. None of you like lose your balance and spill out. None of you kind of, um, none of you uh, fall over or anything like that. But you all land kind of roughly and in a in a in a cluster together. You're all close um, by, and you all s land, stumble forward. And there's a, a sudden rush of cartwheels, big cartwheels as a carriage um, nearly hits um, Ellie, I think, probably, because you rolled the lowest here. There are these cartwheels that are maybe two or three inches away from you as they trundle past you. And as you guys get your bearings and, and look around you, no one seems to have noticed you appear out of nowhere. It's very much got that big city vibe where you're... Um, like, it doesn't, all the crazy shit is happening. Like, the first thing you see, there's like a clown, like a jester, just walking down the street. And he's like looking right at you. He must have seen this entire thing. And you immediately understand that he doesn't care. What he's just seen doesn't mean anything to him. There's all sorts of magicians and wizards and magic and clerics and things. And um, this kind of stuff isn't too out of place in the big city. I think if you'd done that in the middle of BAME, when there was everyone rushing through town, everyone would have crowded around you in that. Is very different here. Um, as you guys stumble out, there are many people walking up and down the street. It's late afternoon, I think. Um, I think the sun 
hasn't quite set yet, but it's it's hanging. No, it's probably not hanging low in the sky because it is technically still summer. So it's probably just late afternoon, relatively bright, very chilly. The snow is still falling, and Bo and Ellie, um, roll me investigation checks to see if you can determine like exactly where you are. Again, it's very different. It looks very strange. Um, it it's almost never snowed here. Um, much like with Aura, it doesn't look like your um, your Bologna. I'll show you the uh, I'll show you the original image that I used for Bologna, so you guys can remember kind of how it looked. I just need to unarchive it. Um, because this is a strange experience. Um, Bologna looks like this in summer. It's a uh, an, an wow. It's an odd experience to see this city that you know so well, um, with all these big wide rivers and, and canals um, covered in snow. The the red roofs architecturally it would look very similar to um, like Italian. Um, if you've played uh, Assassin's Creed, the Ezio ones, you know the the big sprawling cities with the close narrow twisting, turning alleyways um, and red roofs have all gone and been replaced with a um, just a white landscape, frozen. So um, is the, the river ice then? The canals are. The main river seems to have been like, like it's iced on the edges that it seems to still yeah. be functioning. Like they're manually okay. breaking it or burning wow. it, allowing it to continue. Um, however, you guys aren't actually near that uh, river but just in, if you do look for it and see it it would have been the same river that um one of the canals would have been one of the canals that Bo was walking over when the bridge broke and he was he was pulled up in that kind of column of water um ellie was near the main river the main river runs down towards the uh the train station and uh but you guys find yourselves very um very far outside of uh of the main central area of town um, you're in kind of the civic quarter, which is pretty much just where people um, live and breathe. And uh, you're surrounded mostly by just people that it seem to be like working um, or coming home from some sort of um, um, simple job, simple town job, something like that. Not, there's no, there's no like um, boatside workers or anything or anyone that works the canals it doesn't seem like there's anyone that works outside in the farms um you just seem to be in kind of an area where there's lots of um people just milling around like they're that like you're in the street that they they own that their homes are on um from determining where you guys are oh you can maybe quickly make out that you are um on the southeastern side of the city and quite far to the southeast and like you probably only have to go a few streets one way before you're just outside and you're in the fields and the roads that lead east and actually up towards where Bame is and things um the castle is real far away the fortress is all the way um to the north side um and uh depending on where you guys are aiming for pretty far away from it ellie you can determine where you are as well but i think maybe you've just not been here much um specifically i don't think you really know anyone here i would guess i don't know if you um uh i don't know if you spend much time here i don't know why you would since you live 
just so you know pretty much dead center of the of the town where the marketplaces are and the sprawling town is with the train stations and the and the central canal area well i'd say like maybe like the only time i've really been out uh to this area would be if i had a contract it's not like i just loiter around here yeah. I, I very much stay where we're central like we're uh yeah we're centralized this is just housing this is just like yeah peasant houses just little little stacked buildings um mm -hmm. apartments stacked upon apartments stacked upon apartments um, there's a couple of taverns nearby that you might recognize. There's a hell of a lot of taverns in this town. Um, saloons and, um, you know, high-end places, low-end places, hidden taverns that you might understand um, that, that belong to the Assassin's Guild or the Thieves' Guild, that kind of thing. Um, I think uh, you and Bo are pretty much... You guys are just criminal underworld kids, so um, I don't think you would have spent much time out here. There isn't really anything out here. It's the suburbs, basically. Um, yeah, looking around, though, there's a lot of people moving about. It seems like people are just going about their day. No different to the hustle and bustle of the big city as it usually is. And for you, Aura, and maybe you, Suna, this place is tall. Um, it's, mm. it's, it's, there'd be a lot of sound, and it'd be quite overwhelming. It stinks. Um, the smells are all the smells you can imagine. There's there's sickly, there's sweet, there's piss, there's shit, there's a horse walking past you, there's the smell of like wood, there's also a kind of salty smell from a nearby river or canal. Um, there's a lot of smells. It's, it's very different to the small um, village of Bame for you, Aura. Um, also, you guys are used to probably just um, single story? You, is that the American translation? First floor is the first one, or is that the ground floor? You don't have uh, ground, ground floor. Ground floor. So you and have then first floor ground and then the first. first floor. So you have yeah, one ground. single story buildings. Um, here they're going up like three, four in places. You can see these kind of buildings that twist up. Some of them have extra parts that come off of them at odd angles. Um, the architecture is very strange. The supports that seem to be holding up some of these buildings, it's almost as if, um, they ran out of space almost, like it it can expand out somewhat, but then they just started to build upwards once they were able to do that. And so a lot of these buildings kind of lean over you and it and it can probably be quite overwhelming for someone that has never been there. Um, and I think probably Suna and Aura, you get this kind of overwhelming sensation. However, Aura, roll me a constitution saving throw. A nine. A nine is a fail you do not feel good um i'll just i'll i'll leave it at that but you will feel weak um maybe a little nauseous and uh for now you you very quickly um understand that you do not feel good at all um you just you don't feel right something's a little off um okay so as you guys land and you you look around this place your bow and um and Ellie, you understand where you are. It, de it definitely looks very strange to be here in the snow-covered um, Bologna. But you know where you are. You know how to get to kind of the center of town where all the action is. Usually, you guys are probably looking for information. Um, and even if you want to buy things and, and scout around town, kind of want to be in the center of town or towards the north of town where the um, fortress is, is where all the action is and where you guys probably spend most of your days. Um... And, uh, yeah, Tsuna and, um, and Aura is probably just overwhelming and crazy. You just doesn't, nothing makes sense to you here. 
the last thing, as you guys are looking around, um, Ellie, in front of where you are, as this cart passes, sitting almost expectantly, is a black cat that you recognize. I don't even say anything. I just like, I just whistle and the cat runs up, climbs up the leather of my my uh, back and sits on my shoulder. Yeah. This cat always knows where you are. When you've, whenever you travel out of town and come back in, um, whatever means you take, carriage, train, um, boat, cat is usually waiting for you as you feel like you've come back or you appear. Um, it's just always been the way. Um, and uh, yeah, I think other than that, what are you guys doing? Right now it's kind of sniffing me, inspecting me, because I definitely smell a little different and oh, yeah. uh, am a little different. Yeah. So I'm like There's no reaction that, that suggests that the, you know, the cat doesn't hiss at you or freak out or anything. Yeah, it reacts pretty similarly, but yeah, it, it would smell you and yeah. be interested. So I'm just sort of wearing it like a, like a scarf, like it's just laid around me. Yeah. What do you guys do? Baby. I'll be. Well, this is marvelous. I almost don't recognize the place. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the snow. Neither am I. It never snows. Like everything is a tower. <sighs> oh, you think this is tall? Wait till you see the fortress. The the fortress. Yep, uh, we're a bit ways away though. That's uh, that's a bit north. You can't even see the sky. Oh, but if you climb the fortress, you can see everything. It's good for spotting people that you're looking for, for reasons. Right, reasons. Oh uh, yeah, that's the pollution in the sky. Sorry about that. Yeah, you'll probably smell things here and there. This is probably not the bestest part in, in uh, town. There another place that might not smell as strong? Yeah, no. Let's uh, let's let's carry on. Maybe find somewhere, you know, where we can all perhaps breathe. Oh, I'm all right. I I usually have my arms up to my elbows and fertilizer, so this isn't so bad. I look very pale, but then I'm trying to be stoic about it. I start walking towards, uh, I guess, what would be the center of town. Okay. Yeah, you guys just start moving through town and, um, like, no one really pays you any attention. You can see that people kind of glance at you like they do. Um, most people, again, are kind of wrapped up in the cold. Everyone seems to be, uh, rushing or moody, um, a little different to probably what you expect in, in fame. Aura, the, uh, the sensation is that everyone kind of just kind of gruffly pushing people out of the way, moving past each other. Every now and then you'll pass like a stall that's selling food. They'll be shouting things, two pounds a pair, two pounds a pair, bread going out today. And then um, some people will kind of walk past. You'll see like some kids that run across the street in front of you into an alleyway, throwing snowballs at each other. Um, and yeah, it's very bleak and, and gray, um, which again is very, very strange, I think for you, Bo and, uh, and, um, uh, Ellie, because you're just so used to seeing a lot more color and vibrance. The the red tiled roofs and uh, red and browns of the roof um, tilings are pretty prominent. As you get further north, it becomes a little more gothic in 
in, in structure and architecture, the, the, um, the, the fortress and the cathedrals inside that area are all big Gothic structures, whereas on the outside, I think it's Renaissance style is what the, uh, the architecture is. Um, lots of, um, lots of reds and color and people, um, in vibrant clothing, but now everyone's just kind of moving around in this not too heavy wind, but there's some wind and snow. Um, everyone's got their heads down. It just, it seems to have lost a little, a little of its personality in life. And it's very strange, I think, for you as you start to move through the, uh, the streets and head towards the center of town. What are you, um, where are you heading for? Is there a, a location in particular that either of you want to go towards? Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I would go towards the only place I'd know. I assumed, yeah, if you're leading the way. Um, Bo, do you have a house or do you just, do you, do you live on people's sofas or you're in a band like? like... Uh, well, at one point I was couch surfing Brad, but let's not talk about that, okay? <laughs> yeah, talk I just, I imagine a, uh, you know, like a 60 year old, like. I did like an Airbnb player. thing, all right, <laughs> where I was uh, one room the next. Um, but I used to have a place once upon a time um, with, with my mom. But you know uh, that I, I was I was a wee lad. I'm a grown man. I don't live with my mom anymore. I don't. But do you still have the place? No, it's gone. Okay. Um. So, mm, are you heading for anywhere in particular, or, or are you just following Ellie, letting Ellie take the lead? Uh, I think I'm just following Ellie at the moment. But I would think to find like the most popular in perhaps uh, to see if. Well, if we can maybe get some intel in regards to Zuna's father. Right. If we went back to like the center area where I know, there would definitely be a popular in there. Yeah. In that area. So. For sure. I think you guys are probably from similar areas of town. Yeah. Um, you guys are from probably similar kind of uh, upbringings and, and the people and places that you interact with would, would probably have some crossover. It's probably quite impressive that you haven't necessarily met too much or, or interacted before i guess assassin and thief is a little different um but uh yeah you guys start heading towards the center of town there are um there are two notable places there is a relatively high-end um uh tavern which is called the flute and owl bear and that was the name of the two D100s that you first two oh. of you rolled. <laughs> the flute oh. and the owl bear. Um, oh, that wasn't anything serious. <laughs> and that is a, a, a pretty, well. pretty high-end um, tavern that I think um, Bo, you would frequent for business purposes. Yeah, um, <laughs> business. You, um, <laughs> if you know that you can always score work and often a room if you play an instrument or um or or do like bardic work you know i think yes. since you you can literally show up at almost any tavern and if they don't already have like a bard somebody strumming a lute and singing some songs in the corner you can pretty much always earn a room um food and board for the evening which i think um i guess from what you're saying is kind of how you've you've mostly lived in town it's very again there are so many um taverns and salons and pubs and 
um, places for you to perform at that you can just move around town day to day and always find yourself a room for, you know, two nights, a week, something like that. Um, the Flute and Albert is, is, is a, uh, um, probably a, a popular spot, um, but a little pricey, um, a little more of the, like, the guild leaders and merchants, um, would probably frequent this place. Wouldn't really, I wouldn't say there's any, like, noblemen. I don't think you guys are spending much time in the noble quarter, but in the center of town here, the Flute and Albert would be, um, a decent place. Um, not, not like a run-down back alley bar. Not like the Duke and Trap, which is owned almost exclusively by thieves and assassins. And, um, has a little, uh, has a little secret door, um, in the back alleyway that leads you down, 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 towards where the Shadow Syndicate Assassins Guild, uh, are located. Um, the only person here who's even vaguely aware of that is Ellie. And, uh, yeah, it's a shithole. The Duke and Trap is purposefully a, a shithole. It's awful. There's a lot of rumors that go around that if you just even go there and you're not local or you're not a recognized face, um, there's a good chance you'll get into a fight. You'll probably get stabbed. Um, you're almost certainly going to get injured. You're almost dead. Like, there's a 99.9% .9 chance you'll get robbed. Um, and people don't go to the Duke and Trap, but Ellie and probably you, Bo, um, would probably know it very well. Ellie, for one thing, underneath it is where the Shadow Syndicate Guild is. They own and run this place. Um, and Bo, uh, you would just understand that this is a, uh, is a, is a smokescreen, kind of, just to stop prying eyes and wondering people coming in. And you can, in fact, go there and it's mostly okay. Although it is frequented by, like, bandits and thieves and, uh... Apparently assassins, you know, it's probably not something that you're too clued up on. Um, every time you go in there, everyone looks fucking scary. Um, so those probably would be the two places that you would head to. And I'd say they're probably along the same stretch of road. Um, lots of merchants and um, there's probably that bakery that you were aiming towards along the way. Uh, which sells Aura. Hang on. I'm a good GM, I take notes. I want to say you said it was called Kringles. Uh... Yes! <laughs> yes! So... You guys start heading towards probably this main street. You guys, uh... You guys know, frequent a lot. Um... We'll say it's called... Uh... Cloudfang Street. Which... Is where the Flute and Albert, the Duke and Trap, several other... Um, businesses um, and uh, maybe some other taverns on the far ends. There's, there's like a blacksmith there, you know, a few general stores, places to buy bread, um, uh, including the bakery uh, where they sell Kringles, which is, and I wrote, a nice type of pastry that Aura likes. What is that? I think you're, you guys probably all walking. Ellie like leading the way, pointing down the street like you guys are almost there. All three of you walk past a, uh, a window and an open door, but Aura, you catch a certain scent and smell. Looking in the window with some frosting around the edges of the, uh, the window, you can see a row of a few pastries that you recognize, but I don't know what these Kringles are. What are they? They're like, I think they're Scandinavian, but they're just giant Danishes, essentially, and they have different fillings. There's like cream cheese, 
or like berry and get pecan and like almonds and stuff. So I'm I'm picturing that there's just the, and they're huge. They're like giant Kringles that you can share with like a family and they have all the different flavors. And I probably would stop and just I would stop and I would I would be like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey." So even though I don't feel good, Brad. Yeah. Does this still like sound and look good to me or smell good? Yeah, for sure. You didn't feel that bad. You're not on death's door okay. or anything. You just don't feel good today. Is it is this is this a good place to get Kringles? I'm asking um Elian and Bo. Oh. Oh what yes. Are... No, I absolutely. Could we stop and get some real fast? I am. Um, oh, uh... I had one once. My my dad oh. brought it back from here. Oh, well, sure. I'll go, go go right ahead. So I guess I'll, I don't know if they're going to come with me, but I'll just go into the, the shop. Yeah, you head in. There's a, um, there's a, a giant cat woman. Um, she looks to be about maybe seven feet tall. Um, very long arms and legs. Um, and then these just, these giant paws with these big thick gloves on. She's wearing an apron. Um, she doesn't look like at all she could bake anything with these, these giant cat-like paws, but she's pulling these, um, these fresh baked bread pieces out of an oven as she turns around and sees you and says, oh, hello there, dear. Hi, um, you saw Kringles here, right? Uh, well, yes, we do. Five copper pieces. I have enough money, right, Brad? Yeah, I mean, I... Th this is not that expensive. Five copper is... What do you have? Do you have any? Do you have any copper, I've, you guys? Or are you just living in gold bars right I now? I have. I have like thirty-five gold on me. Yeah. So there's ten copper to a silver and ten silver to a gold. Okay. <laughs> so I like. I feel around in my my satchel and I realize I have a lot of money. And so, um, could I have an almond one and um one of the cheese ones? And then I'll take I'll take a pecan one. And I'm just pointing to like. They're like huge. They're bigger than my face. Yeah, she's like she's like taking them out with a pair of tongs and putting them into a little, um, a little uh, bowl, like a little sort of wooden bowl that she's got prepared. She puts them on top of each other and then wraps the bowl in a uh, in a. She can see that you have money. <laughs> yeah. So she wraps them in a cloth. I think um, as she ties the top of the thing. How many did you buy? I bought three. Okay. She says, um, that'll be one silver, five copper pieces. So I, can I just give her one gold or two? Yeah. I have to give her, I'm just going to give her one gold. gold. So I just keep the change. Oh, oh, and I like, very much, dear. and I, I grab it and I just kind of hug it. I hug the bowl and I walk out into the street to meet everybody. I got four. I, well, I got three different oh, flavors. My. I wanted more. Oh, what's um, that? These are crinkles. And I just, I, I open the cloth and I just show them. Crinkle. Kind of, it's oh, a pastry. A pastry, look at that. Just which which one, what's this one? That one's pecan. And then I point to the oh, one in the middle. This one's cheese and then this one's almond. Does anyone mind if I take this one here? Well, like they're, they're bigger than our faces. So I'd be oh. like, oh, I mean, you I'll could just, you could tear, have a, tear piece. a piece off. Yeah, I'll just yeah. have a piece there. I reckon they're all for her. No, I like I move the bowl around to Ellie and Bo to see if they want any. Hmm. Oh, it's all right. I'm trying to watch my figure. 
Okay. I, I grab a piece off and I look at it and I just put it in my pocket. And I'm like, I'll eat That's it later. delicious. You um, should have it now. It's very good. It's a, I take it back moment. out and I put it in my mouth. And I'm, it's like if you've ever eaten something disgusting, but you're trying to like not show it because you don't want people to think that you're disgusted. I'm just like, yeah, it's great. It's so good. Yeah. It's at this moment <laughs> I realize Alvin's not with us. Because I know Alvin would have loved this. Ellie, where's Alvin? Do I know when exactly Alvin disappeared from my hands? Yeah, I think as you were like falling backwards or, or moving through the thing, he was like, he was just pushed off of your shoulder and even trying to grab out of him, you just, you were dragged into this thing. It took like two seconds and then it was, you, you were through. So basically it was, it was like he was yanked from me, right? Yeah, or, or in, uh, if you... Um, it's more like he was pushed off of your shoulders because he couldn't pass through the, uh, the thing. Yeah, um, I was carrying Alvin, but when we passed through the portal, I, I couldn't get him through it. Do I have a feeling because of the way that I can sense portals that maybe I realize he couldn't come through or do I just feel like, oh my God, where is he? Uh, roll me an arcana check. Five. I don't think you have any idea. Um, gee, wait, was he here when we got here, or was he... No, he wasn't. Like, when I walked through the portal, it's like the portal wouldn't let him come through. Uh, like something had pushed it, pushed him out of my grip. And there's, I tried, I tried to grab him, but... I went through the portal and couldn't get back out. Did he, um, was he here when we got here? He's not here. No, he's I not in the city. I, I didn't see him, no. Yeah. I frantically start looking around, like, the crowds. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a bunch of people help. that look like Alvin for a moment as you see, you know, a group of gnomes walking along before you look at them none of them have blonde hair they don't have the same clothing on you turn around that's a dwarf that's a halfling calm down I'm, I'm sure he's all right I, I don't understand why he couldn't come he's alone i mean where, where is he what if he's stuck in there he's alone but at least he's he's a very capable capable yeah. individual he'll be all right I think he'll, I think he's fine. I think it's better that he didn't come with us anyway. Well, I am um, a little bit rude, but I don't mean it like that. I mean it's better that we don't drag him into whatever we're about to get into. Maybe I feel like we might need all the help we can get. I um, I don't really say anything. I just I look at the Kringles that I bought, and um, you can save one for him if you'd like. Y yeah. And I'm going to tear off a piece of each of them, and I'm going to wrap it in a little cloth that I have, and I'm going to put it in my satchel for Alvin. And I'm going to give a little piece of the pastry to Buns, who's sitting on my my horn. Regardless, I'm sure he would all give us a peace of mind knowing he's okay. Hopefully, yes. once we get this thing sorted out with Zuna's dad, um... Well, we can perhaps head back. Yeah. Well, we should find. We should find her dad. <sighs> right. Well, 
Something tells me that's not going to be very easy. Perhaps you could send uh, Buns there with a message to check on Alvin. Day or yeah. two flight, maybe. I. I um. I'll put my finger up and have Buns climb onto it, mm-hmm. and like I get really close and whisper something to him, and I hold my finger up and. He takes off, essentially, and um, I just see him fly off into the distance because I know it, it's a it's a pretty far trek, right? To Bane, like a day or two, right? Yeah, it's uh, For a bird. yeah, it would be it would be a little while. It t- it takes about half a day on the train, and the train goes relatively quickly on a carriage. I think it's about three days. My. My non-math, which I'm really good at, is correct too. I I, tra- okay. I do everything in days travel, um, so it's it's a pretty it's a pretty decent um, way, but it's probably doable by uh, by buns. Yeah, I send him off, and I also realize that things have gotten kind of dangerous, and in a way, feel a little bit relieved to send him there. See. We'll know in no time if if Alvin's all right, and, and and Alvin will know that we're okay as well. I'm I'm sure he's quite worried. Exactly. Well, well we're here now, so we should go find right. your father. And where should we start? I think our best bet might be the flute and out there. I uh, I go there from time to time, so I guess you can say I'm pretty acquainted with the place and. Perhaps maybe some of the people. Uh, what is that? A whorehouse? No, it is def. It is most definitely not. Um, mm-hmm. I would meet some ladies here and there, though. Um, uh, but but um, no, it, it is a uh, a place of um, gathering. Even lords. Um, I walk up to Bo and I put gathering. my hand on his shoulder and I go, "It's a bar." Oh well, y- and yeah. So many words. It's a bar. Hmm. And a place to stay for the night. It's it's. There are ladies of the night there, but they're nice. Oh, fantastic! Well, what are we waiting for? And then, as we start walking, uh, I look at Bo and I'm like, "Yeah, we could always go to the Duke and Trap if we don't find any information." Right. Yep. And we can always go there too. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that next. Both have their advantages. I mean the. Um, uh, the flute and Albert would have common knowledge. You know, there'd be a lot of people there to question just from street level to people to ask things. There would be lots of merchants and people that generally know other people, um, constantly interacting with varying people from all across Bologna. Uh, the Duke and Trap, obviously, both of you have criminal contacts there that you could find if you needed to find someone in, um, of a criminal nature, if you needed to find a specific bandit or something like that, then the Duke and Trap would be better. Just looking around for general names, um, you, uh, you, yeah. Well, I mean, this guy's a bad you. guy. He's got to be some sort of, uh, acquainted with some sort of criminalism. Right. So. And the, the names you were given, the only names that, um, to remind you guys that, um, Mother Numeris said, she said that his name was Ezen and that, He's possibly going by the name Xerxes, and uh, 
I think those are your only two clues that you had. She didn't seem to know much about him, considering the uh, that they're both soon as parents. Um, she said he was a bad man. And, uh, yeah. So, you guys heading for the, uh, the flute and Albert first? Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, so you guys are on Strawberry Street, which takes you pretty much all the way over towards where the, uh, the, um, Flute and Albert is at the other end of it. You come out onto Cloudfang Street, which is a much wider, larger street. There's, um, there's, a, again, a lot of people moving up and down this street. Probably the biggest street you've been on so far. Um, you really feel like you're approaching the center of town after a little while. There's a lot more commotion. There are a lot more, um... Uh, vendors and things. You, you walk past a lot of different merchants selling everything from trinkets to food to wine to specific um, things, weapons and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, you step out onto this street and it, it's not really like a market street but there's definitely a lot of commerce here. As you um, as you get to this street as well, you, you're much closer to that larger canal. I think you'd be aware of it. Like you could hear it and you could hear... Um, People shouting off of the uh, off of the the canal edge at, and hear ships or I guess they'd be like small boats going up and down, um, and uh, yeah, you you approach this um, this pretty pretty sizable building. Um, this is your typical kind of uh, adventurer's tavern. As you step in, um, both of uh, Bo and Ellie would have been here. I would imagine quite a lot. Again, it's a pretty decent source of information, as you uh, as you guys had said before. The flute and Albert, which has a very large sign on the above the door, um, you can see what looks like a really strangely comical image of an owl bear. Which, if you don't know what that is, is honestly just a bear with an owl's face, um, and. Uh, that's a real animal that exists in the world here, not in the real world. Um, and it's playing a, a very strange Thank flute. God. The flute um, uh, at one end has all this like purple smoke coming out of it in a very strange way. Um, and it says in in common, the flute and owlbear underneath it. Um, and you're looking at a, a four-story building, um, very wide. Uh, it, it backs up onto... A lot of dense kind of like housing and stuff. You can see ladders and and um, and stairways that seem to run up around the back of it. Part of this is the tavern, and part of it is just housing and buildings that are attached to the back of it. But the entire structure, um, pretty enormous, one of the biggest on the street. Um, as you open the, uh, well, you don't need to open a door. As you step in. Um, and look around. You're looking at a pretty packed out place. Um, late afternoon starts to get a little busy. People coming in for food after work and drinks. And there's really not a lot to do um, as you step into this place. Um, and it's crammed and packed out. And there are lots of different types of people in here. You guys are pretty aware that there is every type of general person here. Adventurers, merchants, um, thieves. Assassins, scoundrels, good guys, bad guys, um, and uh, yeah, all shapes and sizes. As, As we step, step in, in yeah. I immediately just pull my hood like further over <laughs> and pull up my my mask, so all that's showing is my eyes. Although, based on the colors I'm wearing, 
the syndicate would probably immediately know it was me. So yeah, I if, mean, if any are in here. Well, let's find out. Doesn't look like it from your first glance around. You don't see anybody that you okay. you recognize um, straight away. Um, Bo, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh God, you're not gonna throw at me one of my ex-girlfriends, are you, Jesus? Oh God, Brad, don't do this to me, Brad. <laughs> find out. Oh, oh God, oh God, oh God, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. Seven. <laughs> so you each like pile in. Um, there's there's a line of uh, of of like four or five halflings that are kind of stumbling and waddling out of the door as you guys are coming in and you're trying to move out. They're kind of walking in single file. All of them appear, appear to be wearing some sort of uniform, um, just like a, a button-up um, shirt and some and some trousers that are brown with the same kind of boots on. Probably work for the same business, and they're all kind of walking out. One of them very quickly um, uh, drowning the last of his tankard before kind of throwing it to one side. Slightly distracted by this bow, you don't see the dwarf coming from the other side of you that grabs you, roughly turns you around, and pushes you up against a wall and says, Bobo, you bastard! Where's my money? Your, your, your money? I, 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 I don't... Anyway, I don't owe you any money. Uh, come on, about? I knew it was you. He starts patting you down. Um, and this is like I a... He's, he's kind of rotund. Like, he's not very, like, strong necessarily. Um, but he, uh, he's very red-faced. He's got like crumbs and of food and and dried beer on on his thick ginger beard and uh, yeah he's like patting Bo down a lot. He starts to kind of move nope. around you looking for where oh, you hey, 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 get even with him and uh, I crouch down to his level and I'm like, you might not want to do that here. Uh, listen here, lady. I don't know who you are, but I know a lost bastard is. He's swindling you. Okay, I don't know what you're doing. What are you escort or something? Last one here. He's a bastard. Right, bastard? He turns around and sees the other two. Oh, three uh, ladies, eh? Three yeah, ladies uh, you're yeah. swindling, you bastard. Oh, he's taking you for a ride. And not the type you're gonna like in the morning. No, you'll have no money to your name. And that right, bastard, Bobo? He pushes you against All right, the... sir. But perhaps you should calm down. This man robbed me of every coin I had. I did no such thing. That oh, sounds right. like your problem, not ours. Oh, that's right. That's not I'm your problem at all there, lassie. He pushes forward again. Ah, it's your bobo there. You give me my coin back. Come on I now. I bring out my knife and hold it to his throat. Whoa, all whoa, right. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 maybe everyone calm down. That's not necessary. You can put that away. It got him to stop. It was necessary. Hey, You're going right. to walk away now. I'll go buy you a drink. Let's go. You're gonna buy me a drink, is it? Yeah, I'll buy you a drink. Let's go. Daddy, okay, that's fine by me. Bobo! Unfinished yeah. business. Yeah! Uh, uh, what was your name again, Carl? Oh, dear. He like, he's like turning uh, around. He's like kind of going with Ellie for a moment, and he turns <laughs> slowly back to you again. He's kidding. Of course he remembers your name. I shove Bobo and Right, Bo. I, just I literally like, don't remember man. him. I don't. Shush. He doesn't know that. Just smile and nod. Yeah. <laughs> He's kidding. Give me a, I, per, give just, me a persuasion really just... check with a oh, deception check with that with uh, advantage sooner. Enjoy your drink. Did you say with or without advantage? Uh, with, because kind of everyone's all doing. Ha ha ha. Sixteen. Sixteen. He go. 
Uh, uh, yeah, see, uh, I tell you what, Bobo, you're a bastard, but you keep good company. That's what I see. You're always oh, saying that. I about. Do. He puts his arm around, um, like really, like like Ellie's not, I guess, that tall, but he's got his arm like around your waist, and he starts to kind of let you lead him towards the pretty extensive bar which runs along the back of the uh, of the the tavern. Um, As we're walking there, I say to him, "If you try to rob me, I'll slit your throat." That's all I said. rob you. Why would I do that? Oh, I'm just saying. You better not try. Don't get handsy with me, man. Oh, no, no. Look at these hands. They're good, good for one thing and one thing only, and that's carpentry. All right. He's, um, he's kind of like holding on to you, but you can tell somewhat it's to stabilize him. He seems to be very, very drunk. Um, you guys start moving, if you're following or, or not, um, through the from the entranceway and into the tavern looking around maybe for somewhere to sit um the place is pretty well kept uh it's it's still got like it's um uh it's not like perfect or anything but it is a relatively high-end place so the tables and things aren't like all broken and and mix and match chairs and stalls next to them it seems like they generally seem to keep the place in good order but there's a lot of stuff kind of in and around um the uh the main floor here there's a there's a single like a a section at the bottom which is an open plan kind of area lots of different little tables varying different people sat at them and there's a second like few steps up to a like a plateaued area where there's uh another bunch of people and then on top of that at the back of it there's just a huge bar that runs along the back several people serving drinks and things um, at either end, there are seats that you can sit at, but in the middle, it seems like a standing area where people are going up and down. Lots of candles in chandeliers above you. There's another um, area of the bar that got, is above this one, and maybe another one above that. You probably can't tell from here. Um, Bo, Ellie, you know that this is three stories of, of tables and chairs that are usually packed out and very busy. And at the very top, there's an inn where people can stay. You can rent a room here. Um, and... Uh, yeah, again, just lots of stuff kind of on the walls. There's a big faux, fake-looking wooden dragon head. There are banners of all sorts of different things, including the um, the uh, uh, the arms of, of Alexandria and um, varying local ones from the towns. You Maybe, or you see the colors of Bame, like an old-looking thing, like from maybe a hundred years ago, the way that they used to, um, the colors that they, they used to use in Bame. Um, and yeah, just generally people just bustling and moving around you constantly. Uh, what do you think you guys would do? Were you, are you looking for somewhere to sit or are you looking for information? I'm going to go up to the bar and find two seats meet for me and what's did this guy say his name at all? No, he didn't. Okay. Well for me and this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Yeah. You can find two seats. There's uh there's an area at the, on the right hand side of the far. Um, and near a wall, there's a um, there's a little uh, alcove that's behind it where there's a table, a darkly lit table. A few people sat around it. They look more your type. A quick glance over at them, they're kind of like shadowy, robed um, in an Assassin's Creed way and not a cult way. Um, group looking at you, but you don't recognize any faces there. You don't. Think am that... I am I robed in a cult way? No, like I imagine like there's. <laughs> There's robes in like a darkly robed. You look like a, okay. a Sith, right? Oh, or there's okay. or there's robes where you have like a peak and you have like the uh, what are those things called yeah. from WoW? Demon hunters. Um, 
one of those. Uh, but you can see a few of these kind of guys. This back end here looks a little more... Uh, um, yeah, like th these these guys here look like they might be part of a little gang of bandits or something, but they're not faces you recognize. Um, do they look Do they look like they're staring at me specifically? Uh, no, no, no. You just near okay. this this corner. The dwarf sits up at the uh, um, on the uh, stall at the bar and leans on it and turns to you and says, "So, uh, what's your name there, Lassie?" Ellie. What's yours? I'm Aaron. Oh, so Bubba was way off. All right. Right. Hey, that's the joke, oh. though, right? What'd you say? That's the joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The joke. Yeah, jokes. I clearly have no sense of humor, by the way. <laughs> I like, I'm thinking yeah. he's, even he's like doing that thing where his like, eyes are kind of a little half-lidded and he's just he's barely even able to focus on you. He um, clicks his fingers a couple times and another dwarf walks over to his... Um, part of the bar, and he says, I'll have a... Uh, well, what are you drinking? I'll have whatever you're having. Alright. I'll have uh, two whiskeys and uh, two meads and uh, hey, two ciders. The dwarf on the other side. Hey, alright. Yeah. Sure about that? You got the coin? Hey, I got the coin. She's paying. Are you I said paying? one drink, but, you know, who's counting? That is one drink, isn't it? Well, that's, oh, that's no, that's that's some, you know what? Yeah, sure. That's one drink. Got it. Um, yeah, the 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 uh, barman goes off and starts to to pour drinks. Um, he turns to you and says, uh, "Are you here for uh, your traveling? Are you? Cause you're dressed kind of strange. Like you got all that there with you know face paints, makeup on." Yeah, I'm. Uh... I'm in town for the circus. Didn't you know there was one going on? Oh, I do know. Okay, yeah, uh, that's what I'm here for. I uh, came here to get a drink with my friends. Apparently you have beef with one of them. That's not good. Hey, nah, that bastard took all my money. I'm telling you, it couldn't have been anyone else. I trust everyone at my table. That bastard practice all. Said he was playing dice. It wasn't he. Everyone lost coin. And then, where was he? Nowhere to be seen. Going. I think Slice grabs the uh, drinks that start coming in. He pushes the whiskey over to you. Right, to good health and uh, what are you, a clown? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a clown, yes. Yeah, you sad clown. Like, he starts drinking the whiskey. I toss it by my shoulder. <laughs> he doesn't fucking give a shit. He's just <laughs> drags the tankard over full of cider and... Um, looks you up and down. Right, where are you staying then? I got a lot of room upstairs. You wanna go up there later on? We can go up there later on, play a game of cards. Oh, you mind if Bobo and my friends come with me? Nah, no bother, no bother. Wait, no, 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 Bobo. He's a bastard. They take the last coins. What if we tie him up? He won't take anything. Alright, we can do that. Hey, we'll tie him up. We'll string him up outside. No, no, I meant like... Leave him out in the cold. His little fingers will get so cold he won't be able to pinch nothing. Oh my god. Uh, no, it's... Yeah, sure, we'll do that. Whatever. Whatever hey, you say. Even shite bastard I hate him, I do. Took me last coins. I know, you, you said that a lot. Yeah. You seem really bad at managing your money. Oh no, I got, I, got my, I got my money hidden away nice, you know. He just took me coins that day. So... You know, maybe we want to get 
out of here, like. I'm just gonna lay my way head down. Don't worry about Does he fall asleep? He does. I'm gonna search his pockets. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> uh, give me a sleight of hand check. Uh, 11. Uh, you find 12 copper in his pockets. Well, I take. Do I find anything else? No notes or anything? You find a key. Okay, I take the key too. Oh, a little brass key. Not too big, yep. not too small. Yep. Um, that appears to be it. That's all he seems to have on him. Yep. I take it. I put his money down on the table. <laughs> and I walk away. Alright. The other three, you see these two walk off towards the, uh, towards the bar area. Um and uh and yeah there's a there's a, a lot going on in this in this place there's a lot of people moving around a few of them kind of eyeing you up you see two or three people nod at Bo as if not in a not in a, any suspicious way just like they kind of recognize him and he, he you know he'll, they'll like yeah give you a little wave or whatever just people from around town that seem to recognize Bo either as a bard who plays here from time to time or maybe just as somebody they know um what do you think you three are doing well, that went uh, a little bit aggressive very quickly. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, that was, uh, well. Um, that can happen I, a lot? No, that doesn't happen a lot. I, I assure you, ladies, that that, that doesn't. Um, that was over a game of dice. I, would, I was pretty sure I won, except mm. my dice were loaded. Um, but anyway, um, I, 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 I uh, you know, I... I, I Walked off with my winnings, and um, I thought I'd never see them again. Um, yeah. Right. I'm gonna um, scan the room and see if anyone's looking at Bo. Uh, let's see. Like angrily. Good idea. Um, give me insight checks. If you want to do that, both of you. Yeah, I'm gonna look around the room as well to see if I recognize anybody. Eleven, fourteen, and uh, yeah, Bo give me an insight are. as well. Yeah. I don't think I'm looking around. Okay. I think I'm looking at Bo <laughs> intently trying to decide if he intentionally cheated or not. Um, well, Aura and Bo, you, you take a look around. There are a few people that seem to recognize Bo, but nobody that seems to have any ill will towards him. You see Ellie and, and this gentleman that immediately spotted Bo and kind of stormed across the room to him, sit down at the bar and he starts ordering drinks or something. And uh, yeah, really, there doesn't appear to be anyone else that's... that's um, has any ill will towards Bo, but you do notice a few people that kind of like look, um, maybe as you're walking through the bar, maybe looking for a table, um, you hear someone like, as, as Bo walks past, you see a, a younger human man say, hey, hey, you're gonna play some songs for us later on? Oh, uh, maybe not tonight. Um, I, I'm here uh, showing some friends around. They're new in town. Ah, oh, boo. Um, he kind of just smiles at you, and then you guys continue on. Seems to be okay. Suna, you're looking at, at Bo. Bo, do you want to give me a deception check, or...? Oh, no. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see if you were lying. You've got to be at 14. Oh, damn. 18. Ooh. Um... Yeah, I mean, Woo! whatever. Oh, seems to be telling. He was just playing some dice, and that guy got a little pissed off. Salty, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that ha that happens. Some people just get it in their heads that they know everything, and some people are just run away with it. Exactly. They don't yeah. know. They don't know how to take a losing. Absolutely. My my neighbor Toby is exactly like that. Just can't oh. take no for an answer. Real like piece of horrible, horrible. When she starts talking about Toby, I'm gonna start scanning the room to see if I find anybody. I don't know the best way to phrase this. Who looks evil? Or demon-like? Um, <laughs> I guess someone, someone, please clip Brad's facial reaction to that, please. It's just a weird. Like, you tell me what? how you're trying to spot an evil person. Like, what okay. are you looking for? Okay. So, I like to think that since I'm a demon, demon-like, like, I... could mean anything. Like, you, someone could be looking at you and thinking you're demon-like. Your you eyes fall on Ellie. Ones. I think it's logical. Okay. Wow. Like, I, just the way you look wow. now, you look <laughs> undead. That's, your own words. Your own words. Racist. <laughs> so I'm gonna say um, Emperor Palpatine near the end, kind of, kind of look. Right. Okay. Yeah. Give me a, give me another insight check. Okay. In fact, give me a perception check and an insight check. Oh, okay. Perception as Dang. Well. Perception will oh. come for... Okay, 21 and then a natural 20. Um, okay, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say, Ellie, your alignment is evil? <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> I would say that she's lawful evil. <laughs> you, uh, I mean, you see, you see Ellie at the bar. Um, you can see that, uh, the, there's a, there's a dwarf that's kind of pointing upwards. Uh, um, Ellie looks like she might go for a knife immediately and then thinks better of it as he starts to slur his words and you maybe start moving around. There doesn't appear to be any tables down on this floor that seem to be free. As you guys maybe glance up, you can see that there seem to be more free tables upstairs if you guys want to head up to the next floor, um, if you're looking for somewhere to sit. Um, but in terms of evil people in here, I think you spot a couple. You spot a couple of people that you would consider to maybe be... Um, you know, nasty, evil types. I don't think you spot anyone who is a demon, unless you mean other tieflings, of which you spot two or three tieflings sitting around. But they seem to just be kind of wearing, like, normal, you know, like, peasant clothing. They're not wearing any, like, you know, level 7 dark armor or anything like that. Um, in the corner over by where Ellie is, there is a few um, sort of roguish types. They look like they... Not necessarily that they're, like, evil, but they probably, like, rob people at night. They probably just spend their afternoons in here drinking, and then later on, once the sun goes down, they go out and just head down an alleyway and beat someone up and steal their money, that kind of thing. Um, maybe they're an, a slightly organized band of thieves. Um, you see in another corner um, a, a very kind of drunk-looking uh, gentleman who's wearing... Um, uh, probably half plate similar to like what you have on. He's he's quite well armored, but he doesn't look like one of the armed guards and watch that you've seen around town. Um, he he doesn't really fit this place at all. Um, and you can see that he's kind of sitting in front of his own table. No one around him, um, though there are empty chairs with a lot of different glasses and bottles that are empty in front of him. Um, and uh, yeah, you get a sense that this guy's kind of nasty. He's got a shaven head. He's got scars that run all along the back of it as if he's been in a lot of um, battles. Um, and he has a, a thick kind of dark beard. Um, and resting against the wall behind him is a very ornate looking longsword, um, which uh, 
Yeah, which has like some some sort of runic emblems in the base of it that are glowing a light red as if it maybe has some sort of um, magical properties. That guy looks like a pretty nasty dude. Um, when you kind of scan the room, there are a few people in it that look like can handle themselves, but then there's that guy who I think is one person out of most of these people that stands out to you as like, if there's anyone in here who looks like he's just absolutely going to murder everyone and he could snap any moment and try and kill everyone in here. He's like the one that stands out. If you've ever been into a bar oh, or a pub. that's great. Let's go talk to that one. You see like, you see like that one dude in a bar and a pub usually and you're like, that's the fucking psycho. We're going to sit on the other side. <laughs> um, you, that's, that's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah. Um, I'm the psycho. But for the I, most I, part, almost everyone here just seems to be normal patrons. You don't get the sense that this is a rough bar or a dive bar at all. Again, there's, there's not like some bars and stuff have like knives just in the wall, you know, like a throwing axe just in the door frame as you walk in. Um, the tables mm -hmm. are all beat up from being tossed over too many times, but you don't get that sense in here. It generally seems to be a friendly atmosphere. I would stand up a little taller and I'm going to go towards the nasty looking guy. <laughs> okay. Wait, 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 wait where, are you going? where are you going? I'm going to go you, talk to that guy. What, why? why? Do you know him? I just, I got a feeling. Look at his sword. And I'm just gonna keep. I'm gonna keep moving. I'm like. I'm trying to like stand up. I guess she has. Yeah, you go mingle. You go make friends. I am mingle, and I like. I adjust my armor a little bit, and start walking over. All right, I will get the drinks. You get a table with a good view. All right, I will. And I rush over to the bar to get some drinks so that we don't miss any of this. And I'm going to grab a table close to, to Aura. I want a good view of this. Okay. Uh, all right. So, um, Bo, roll me a d20. Uh, Ellie, I'm going to see Aura, and Ellie, I would like you, to go stealth over there. Well, the guy falls asleep, I think. Um, at this point, as you maybe notice this stuff, uh, oh, Bo, there's a table, like two tables across from where this guy is. There's a, a table where he's sat at, Maybe in the back of the uh, back of the room, and there's a, a, a longer table with quite a few maybe workmen in um, who look like they've maybe been working on the docks or something like that um, that vaguely block the view. And as you're heading over, you see two or three um, uh, men and women stand up from a table as if they're leaving, like they're done. And then you swoop in and sit down at that table after them. Oh, I am. I'm calling dibs, dibs. Yeah, yeah. I there's like, there's like two people that are like, ah, and they, they turn around. The, the dibs roll is fair, and you, uh, you swoop in and sit down. Um, sooner you walk Yoink. up to the to the bar, just at, just as I think this dwarf falls asleep. Um, Ellie turns around and pocketing some coins that she seems to have found. Um, as you two, uh, as you two meet, and Aura continues to stride over towards the. Uh, the very evil, dark paladin in the corner. And that's where we're going to go to a break. Because it's break time. And we'll find out what happens after the break. As um, Aura finds the biggest guy in prison. Or <laughs> isn't a bad boy. <laughs> uh, Alright, well thanks for watching. We're going to go to a short break. When we come back we'll see what the um what happens i don't know what to predict taverns are always a genuine roll of the die and i don't write anything down prepare anything too 
specific because there's always something like I want to find the biggest evilest guy and walk over to him that happens <laughs> that no one could have predicted um but we will certainly she deal does with have it. a type she certainly does um and we'll find out after the break I do too but I like to kill them yes you are all oh, right well we'll <laughs> have to see what happens with this guy after the break then all right thanks for watching we'll be back in a few minutes go grab yourselves a tankard of cider and we'll see you in a few. <gasps> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. The table store is dying order. The gang are inside of the pub known as the Flute and Owl Bear, and um, uh, Bo sits down at a table and gets a good view of, um, in fact, Bo, roll me a d20 again, if you can get a good uh, idea of the land. Seventeen. Um, you feel like you recognize this guy, but you don't know where from or why. Um, guy that she's heading over towards. Um, but you feel like you've seen him around a, a bit. Like, this is totally his area of town. Um, but you, uh, yeah, you for sure have not had any direct dealings with him, and you're not too sure what the deal is. Um, or you start heading over towards the uh, the table, and I think once you clear the longer table with all the people on it, there is a uh, there's a barmaid that walks along. She whisks up some of the empty um, uh, tankards that are on his table and puts down a bottle of what looks like maybe wine into the middle of the table. Doesn't say anything to him. Turns around quickly and stands in front of you and says, "Anything I can get for you, dear?" Oh, ah. Uh, to Dora. Sorry. You're at the bar. Um, yes, I'll take whatever that is. I'll have one of those. All right, come I with me then. But I'll, I'll be all right. I'm going to put an arm on your, on your back. Um, are you, maybe we'll find you another table. I just want to talk to him about his sword. Oh, well, might I recommend not... you talk to anyone else about their sword? I'm going to just, not in a threatening way, show her my sword. I just thought we could compare... No, it's why shouldn't I talk to him? Uh, well, if you're going to be comparing notes, can you do it outside? No, I don't mean fight him. All right, well, perhaps any other sword in the tavern then? She walks away from you, kind of gives you one last look and then heads away from the, uh, the table. I'm still, I'm just going to still walk towards him. Okay. I'm not going to sit down. Yeah. Um, Suna, you step up at, towards the bar. Uh, Ellie, you pocket some coins. Suna appears behind you. You see Aura kind of walking across the bar somewhere else. You see um, Bo shout dibs and sits down at a table. Um, what do you two uh, do? <laughs> I did a stealth roll ready to walk yeah, away and kind of like disappear. Oh. Like I see Sauna and I like nod to her and then I just like fade into like 
the the crowd a little bit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make my way towards Aura's table, and kind of stay a little stealth there and just listen. All right, let's see. Do yeah. I do I know this guy at all? Uh, roll me a d20. Okay. Yes. Yeah, now you walk over and. <laughs> Uh, she's gone. She vanishes into she's the She's gone, into but the I crowd. see the the man on the t table, right? Like, I do. Can I tell he's sleeping, or does he look dead? Uh, <laughs> no, you can tell he's sleeping. He's like snoring oh, all right. and drooling. All right. It's not like she killed him. All right. No. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stealth over to beside the table and and listen and or be back up, pretty much. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was your stealth roll? 19. Oh, am I sorry? It was nineteen. Uh, and eleven right. was my do I know him roll. Uh, on an eleven, you do not know him. Um, oh wow. No, you don't recognize this guy uh, at all. He definitely doesn't seem to mess in any um, any of your circles. He's sure not like an assassin or anything like that. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. He's he's like a big. Um, kind of burly type in this kind of dark half plate and um yeah all covered in scars and stuff he, he might be like an ex-watch or something like that he looks like he might be a little older um pushing 50 something like that um yeah and you kind of just start moving through the the crowd um and heading over towards the area um aura has an interaction with one of the uh barmaids and then um turns back around as if she's heading towards it so Una, what are you doing well, for fuck's sake, Bradley. Well, I don't know what to tell you, okay? We were on you for a moment, and then... <laughs> All right. Uh, who's at the bar? Is there anyone? Can I just get some drinks quickly? Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of people, yeah. Oh, wonderful. I mean, you could have all the drinks I left behind. There's a, there's a, Great. <laughs> there's like six drinks Great. that were undrunk. I grab them all. Yeah. I just kind of try to scoop them up as best as possible and carry them back to the table with Bo because I don't want to miss a second of Aura trying to get some. All right, give me the, uh, give me a sleight of hand check to not drop all these drinks out of tray. <laughs> all right. Wish me luck. You throw them all on the ground. <laughs> Immediately, your old arms oh, pull them oh, towards oh, you. Oh, ah, oh, they smash oh, on the ground. Oh, oh, a few people kind of laugh at you. There's there's a table near you that are just laughing directly at you. Sorry about that. The barmaid that was speaking with Aura kind of like looks down at the ground and looks up at you like... Oh. I'm sorry. I was, I was just trying to carry them to that table over there. That the gentleman and I were sharing. Do you think you could help? She looks down. She looks up at you, and then she waves her hands, and then sort of magically, all of the uh, all of the drinks sort of swirl up into uh, a, a ball, and then she carries wow. it away. You see it kind of dissipate into the air, um, and then she does it again, and you see all of the bits of glass turn around on the ground, and she lifts them up, looking at you as if she really doesn't want to do it. They go well, over the bar and into a, a bin of some sort behind it. That's very handy. Yes, Thank well, you. It's uh, something that we all had to learn a long time ago. Well, what are you doing working here? Well, I wouldn't know that if I didn't work here. Can I get you a replacement drink, perhaps? Well, sure. Yes, please. Right. Uh, uh, let's go with six. Another six, please. Another six. And what was that? Uh, whiskey. Six whiskeys. Very well. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Whiskey here is probably not as good as it is in Dustvale, right? What kind of whiskey do you have? I believe we have all the types of whiskey that you could ask for. Do you Perhaps have any find some imported from Dustvale? Suppose we can find out, yes. I that would be wonderful. Yes, six of those, please. Very well. She heads hey, around the bar you. and... Um, thank you. Uh, give, me a, give me a perception check or an insight check. If you're watching her. Cool, yeah, she goes and gets a bottle and pours whiskey <laughs> confidently into glasses. And, um, yeah, she she hands you those and then you can carry those. She gives you a tray this time. She oh. puts them onto a little disc and just hands them to you. And Are you going to be okay with that? I think so. I am holding it with one hand, however, because I do have my walking stick. All right, so well then roll a slime hand out. check as well then. <laughs> you have advantage this time because of the tray. Oh. 23. You just sort of dance through all the people. And, head and to I them. act, I absolutely do that as well because I'm very excited that I have this tray of drinks that I think is Dust Veil whiskey. And I come over to the table and I'm going to watch Aura get some and I'm very excited. So yeah. I sit down next to him. Look what I have. I have a treat. Oh my goodness. You made that look far too easy, too. Yeah. What's that? It felt pretty easy. Uh, it should be whiskey from Dust Veil. Oh, we have everything oh. here. Well, cheers. Did well, I miss cheers to that. No, it's just, it's just about to get started. <laughs> All right, then. Cheers. Aura, you um, approach the table. Um, just as you get, like, next to the table, and just before this gentleman looks up at you, there's a, just a clash of glasses <laughs> and smash and a bunch of people. You know, there's a, some sort of commotion. As you glance over, you can see Suna raising her hands up. There's a, a barmaid that moves over towards her and they start having an interaction. Um, and then, yeah, if you if you turn back, you can now see that there is this uh, there's this fellow who is looking at you. He is, um, he's a... Uh, he probably wasn't necessarily an attractive man before the the wounds that have, have left quite nasty scars on his face. Um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of his face is covered in a very rough kind of beard, um, very dark beard. He's got thick, um, eyebrows that in places are, are split from, from scars that run down the, um, the, from the, from the back of his head. Some of them run over. It looks like he's just been in so many different fights. You can see his Basically hands. Basically the hound. You can see his hands from, uh, from much closer now, and he's missing two fingers on his right hand. Again, scarred up, the left one burnt, and, uh... Yeah, but he's he's wearing um, pretty decent-looking armor. Um, it looks like it probably cost a pretty penny. Um, it's been washed with like a dark wash, so it's like a very, very, very dark gray. Um, there are there are symbols on it. If you want to give me a religion check, you will uh, you will notice some um, six. No idea what that is. It looks like a handprint um, kind of symbol on. Uh, on the pauldrons of his of his armor that's uh, sitting there, but his arms are kind of free. You can see that he's got a long sword. It's not a great sword like yours. It looks like he probably um, uh, wields this kind of very long, long sword. Um, again, nicely, um, nicely uh, presented long sword as well, which almost certainly cost a lot of money if he didn't pull it off of a body of some sort. Um, almost certainly enchanted. Um, what do you do? He's looking at you, but he doesn't say anything. 
He's, he's scowling, very drunk, correct? scowling at you. Uh, okay. Yeah, you assume he's drunk because, the, yeah. like, if there is a lot of empty um, drinks in front of him, and in the time that you've walked from one side of the bar to the other, he seems to have finished another drink, and he's he looks up as he's reaching for the bottle that was placed in the front of him, and he grips it, and drags it slowly towards him, um, uncorking it. But he's just looking at you expectantly. I just hello. Do you mind if I sit? Yes, I do mind. That's fine, I could stand. I just wanted to ask you about your sword. No. Uh, I'm going to start showing. I'm going to pull out my sword a little bit. And just show him. I am very interested in learning and talking about swords. I don't know if this is my sword. What is she doing, gesturing at her sword? What do you think she's saying? I think she's like, I'll show you mine if if you show me yours. Yes, maybe, maybe. Let's see if that works. I haven't got time to fight with little girls today. All right, I'll cut the bullshit, and then I'm going to sit down at the table. You seem like the kind of person who might know somebody that we need to get in touch with, so um, maybe you could help me out. (laughs) You've got a set on you, girl. I got things to do. He's laughing. Uh, give me a... Just roll charisma. Working. Roll me a charisma roll. Oh God, I need this to be good. Okay. A three. <laughs> All right. Um, what is your AC? <laughs> oh, boy. It's a 19, Brad. Oh, Let me just double check if he has at least, which he definitely does, a plus two (laughs) on a 17. I think he's going to hit you. Just give me one second to pull up uh, what I need here. (laughs) Of course he's going to hit me. He has a, oh, a plus three. Um, Oh, no. Oh, no. So, like, the, the... you sit down, he laughs, you'd say this thing, and then there is the uh, uh, the bottle of, of wine, this dark red wine, which flies over your head. Um, it, it's just suddenly coming at you, and then maybe as you, you glance it and begin to react to it, it flies over your head, and then there is a fist which collides with your face, and it is going to deal... Uh, Four bludgeoning damage to you. Roll me a strength saving throw to remain in the chair. 25, Brad. Nice. You're... He's just going to pass it off like... Sorry. He punches you in the face and then stands up. The entire bar kind of just falls like silent around you as he stands up and says... Very well. Outside, he grabs his sword and starts to drag it out. He kind of sways a little bit. Everyone around you is looking very, uh, very hard at, at this this scene. Wow! Since I stayed in the chair, it hurts really bad. But I'm gonna try to pass it off. Just like that didn't hurt because I stayed in my chair and I'm I'm just trying to remain. Cool, calm, and collected. So he's just walking away from me at this point. He is walking out of the bar, and it, like he's just, and it's so our, uh, casually. He's dragging the sword behind him, and just kind of like there's a 
as the uh, gauntleted boot um, kind of hitting the floor as he as he heads out with his greaves and you know half plate armor on. Just I walk up to Aura and I'm like, you know, I could kill him, right? I don't think that'll be necessary. You sure? You got a little red right here, by the way. How'd that? How'd that smack hurt? I stand up and I follow him outside. <laughs> right. What's everyone else doing? Ellie, Ellie, I grab my daggers Ellie, and I walk out behind Ellie, her. Ellie, no, Ellie, come here. I grab my daggers and I walk out behind her. She's just gonna ruin. She's gonna ruin her chance. Look, she succeeded. He punched her, which apparently Aura likes, and then they're they're leaving together. And she's just gonna go behind and ruin everything. Ellie, I I, ch- I chase okay. after. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to. I finish the rest. If you end up stopping, if you end up grabbing me, Aura. I do. I catch up to you. Yeah, you, you and I, I'll turn around and look at you. I'll be like, "What do you look, want?" Look, 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 you're going to, you're going to stop something you, wonderful from happening. Are you blind, woman? She's what are you talking a about? He wants to kill her. What? Are you blind? Kill Wait, her. Someone say fight. Yeah. Uh, why you want in? You can join me, what, Bubba. What, let's what, go. What do you mean fight? She wanted to go over there and proposition the man. And I he think. was having because I I was stealth nearby, wasn't I? I heard what he was saying. Uh, yeah, you heard all of that and saw it all, yeah. No, that man wants none of that. That man's not a good person, from what I gather. <laughs> and he punched her for sitting down, by the way. Well, I saw that part. I just assumed... Does that seem like love or any sort of wooing to you? Hey, now, no king Oh, but you would know. Have you ever been punched for sitting down and then went and had sex with him? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I shouldn't have asked you. I should have known that was going to be the answer. You know what? I'm done. I'm going to go make sure she doesn't die, hopefully. And uh, I encourage you to join me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm going well, out well, to We're going to talk about this here. later. I need All to right. find out more. Um, All right. We'll make sure. You want me to grab the nice. drink, though? Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, please. Ellie, okay. you're always free to sort of stealth perch like a gargoyle somewhere nearby on under the assumption that there's a very good chance you won't be seen. Um, okay. But the other two, if you, what are you doing? Are you just going to join the other people which are all following this? Oh, I am <laughs> downing a whiskey, which is not that good. I'm there's assuming. at least like 15 people that are that are like they take a moment and they look at each other and they all start like oh best go have a look outside i'm gonna yes i've got to go home actually and they all start to slowly walk outside and create a uh they will kind of stand outside the doors just outside the wind and the snows coming down and they all look at each other as the uh the large um plated man kind of steps outside and turns into the middle of the street you see a carriage kind of stop um, the man in the carriage raises a hand, ah! and then just shuts up and sits back in his in his seat, waiting for the uh, large fellow to stop. He turns around. Aura, you walk out, sword in hand, maybe. No, I'm no? just walking. I'm following him out, and I'm seeing what he's doing. Oh, he's gonna fight you in the street. That's what he's doing. For sure, he assumes that's what you're doing, or doesn't give you the option or whatever he's just literally as you walk out he's already standing there kind of half leaning on his sword um and he's real tall and real big um he's uh he's probably like six something like one two something like that um and and built pretty largely um he's not like brock lesnar or anything but he's you know like the edge or something like <laughs> just old 
Um, pretty strong, pretty athletic looking, aging a little. Um, and he's scowling at you. Even though his mannerisms are very kind of drunken, um, his eyes have a, a pretty decent intensity to them. He seems pretty lucid, even though he's very rosy-cheeked and, and kind of swaying a little as he stands, leaning vaguely on his, uh, on his sword there. I'll take my sword out, and then I'm going to lean on it on the near the door of this bar. I'm just going to call out to him. Yeah. Do you know any demons? <laughs> That's such a random question. Um, he turns his head sideways and says, If this is going to be some sort of monologue about how you're a demon to fight, save it. No, I asked you if you know any demons. Not in the business of killing demons. That's you're you're not answering my question, sir. Do you or do you not know demons in your personal life? Let's see if he does know any demons. Holy shit! Uh, he says, He's "Give me an insight." Fall in love with her by the end of this. Give me an insight check. Oh, well, now everyone knows we're looking for demons. <laughs> yep. 12. He says, uh, No, I do not know any demons. Have a nice day. And then I'm going to put my sword back in and go back inside the bar. Okay. Um, unfortunately, you do have to roll initiative because he's now moving very swiftly across the snow towards you. I would okay. like to use my 16 athletics to crawl on top of the roof and get my bow and arrow out. <laughs> yeah, you're already doing that. I'm, I'm absolutely assuming at all times that you're nearby with a weapon trained on. <laughs> oh, but I'm, 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 I'm getting the high ground too. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right, you rolled a 10. He rolled a 21. Um, so as you turn around, there is a flash of light. Um, everyone kind of, like, there's a couple of, like, gasps and maybe, like, a little whimper from the, the crowd of people that are behind you. And also, by the way, kind of in front of the door now. Um, you can see two or three people behind them. There is, like, a fluffy face of Bo and then the, uh, maybe a concerned face of Suna. Suna and Bo, you see what looks like a, uh, um, a flash of, of light that comes from behind where this man is. And then, um... Aura, you hear the sound of footsteps as uh, he tries to cut your head off. Um, mm, that is a... It's definitely a hit, I think. Plus five to hit, so 24. Holy shit. I'm assuming that hits you. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's see here. As this is, I'm gonna roll. I have to roll on this thing. A long sword, one d ten plus three, hits you in the <laughs> back of the neck, and then oh. also there is a searing smite spell attached to this. Um, which means the weapon flares with white hot intensity. They deal an extra 1d6 fire damage. Um, and also you're going to ignite in flame, so your hair is going to catch on fire. Roll me a constitution saving throw. Four. And then also... I have resistance to fire damage. 
Ooh, nice. Yes, you do. So you, d you only take two there. Two fire damage on the six. And okay. then also three necrotic damage. Well, uh, I need to use Relentless Endurance. Okay, here's what happens then. So that's 13, that's 16 damage, 17, 18 damage in total. There is this horrible moment where suddenly the um, the uh, the dark paladin here is rushing across the uh, the the snow. He holds his sword up. You see the rune ignite, and then the entire thing flashes with a burst of like white energy. Um, the rune kind of turns it like a dark flame black kind of, um, and then he brings this thing up. Everyone watching kind of lets out a cry. There's a thunk from a, from a bow and arrow from above um, where uh, you guys are. The sword comes in, catches the edge of where your um, your breastplate is, um, which is the only thing that probably stops this thing from beheading you. And uh, you feel this, this flame, this sword hit you. And there's just a horrible, um, sickly thud as this sword goes into your neck up by your jaw um and it's bow and and Suna, you see aura just flung sideways her head um doesn't part from her body but her whole body gets moved one way behind her is the is the paladin who's swinging the sword um and you see aura just kind of hit the ground hard she slides across the snow a little ways before kind of <gasps> waking up and then there's a big rush of blood that pours <sighs> out from the side of her oh, neck oh, and spreads across the snow um uh give me a uh, uh the the bow shot ellie because i'm assuming you're firing after that 17 is a hit okay give me all the damage and a sneak attack Uh, what is that? 11 plus 12, 73 damage. Um, this guy kind of, like, floors aura. Everyone kind of... <gasps> there's, a, there's a few people that scream as she hits the ground. He, um... Before he's even finished his swing, there's an arrow that just thong, hits his uh, hits his half plate or where the half plate straps are and sinks deep into his shoulder as he looks up. Um, he, uh, he barks up at you. Come on then, whoever you are. Pulling the thing out, there's a lot of blood and he, he doesn't seem to make too much of a big deal out of it. Come down and face me. Oh, I don't think so. I would like to do something. Yeah? Yes, I would like to cast, reduce, and shrink this fucker. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, give me the spell again. Sure. Uh, you cause a creature object you can see to go blah 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 larger or smaller. Um, the target is unwilling to make a con save. All right, that is an eight, which is good. Plus two, ten, which I, me I assume means he shrinks. Um, as he's That's looking right. up at you, he pulls an arrow out and then kind of makes I eye contact with you. Yeah. I don't think that that's four place, sir. I shrink, shrink him down. Um, yeah, he goes from being uh, six foot to three foot uh, he shrinks down his sword now too heavy for him clanks against the ground 
And uh, there's a few people that let out kind of stifled laughs for a moment, like, and then he glances at them, looks back and forth. Anyone else doing anything else? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna rush over to Aura because that's uh, not looking too good. I'm gonna rush over to her and place my hands over her gently and cast Cure Wounds. Um, so I raise see. my hands yeah. over her gently and hopefully she instantly feels the warmth of my hands as, as I cast the spell. Um, okay. I'm gonna roll one dice to see if he can break out of this. Does he get to do a thing at the end of his turn to break grow again uh it doesn't look like it so he just stays but it like looks this like it stays like, like this for a full minute yes okay like um, he also has disadvantage on strength checks and saving throws and weapon uh will deal 1d4 less damage yeah give me um no actually <clears throat> i'm just gonna roll the dice gonna roll the dice uh he drops his sword and holds his hands up a small version of him. That's With right. I jump off the roof and yes. walk over to him. Why did you attack Aura? She attacked me. Fuck's sake. No, Aura, are you alright? I'm gonna try and uh, move his sword away just in case he breaks out of this. He, I'm doing uh, what I can sooner. He turns around right. to uh, to where you are, um, uh, Ellie, and says, Dishonorable. Very dishonorable. You're going to tell me about dishonor. Would I, okay, would I be able to pick up he's a dark paladin? Um, Give me a religion check. You can all do it if you'd like. Um, Bo, you heal um, Aura. Aura, you're alive. Your wound in your neck closes up, um, but it fucking hurts. You also feel real bad today. You feel real sick, and uh, give me another con save. Oops, 12. 12. Okay, yeah, you still, you remain the same level of feeling bad, um, but it's not good. And this, this, you're, for all intents and purposes, you're kind of fine not dying you'd like you have that same horrible familiar feeling of being laid on your back you're you blacked out for a moment there was just a moment where you were kind of facing the door hearing something and then you were facing upwards and there was a lot of pain in, in your neck and a warm feeling of of blood um i'd grab Bo's hand and just say thank you again and then i'm gonna i'm gonna look over at so is ellie standing over him yeah, and um, and uh, Ellie and Bo, you recognize the handprint on his on his pauldron to be that of the unholy symbol of Bane, who is a an evil deity for the most part. Generally speaking, people don't openly worship Bane. Um, he is a an evil deity of like fear, hatred, tyranny. Um, any paladins of Bane are usually like warmongers and generally they don't really exist anymore again there's not really any war during wartime you get a lot of um you might get a lot more kind of um despot leader types that that celebrate bane and lead armies and they send in these dark paladins um yeah this is uh it's not necessarily like illegal or anything but it's just super bad. like it's bad and the fact that he seems to be 
um, some sort of paladin or knight of bane um, means that pretty much probably at, at best um, he just likes fighting and killing and and um, dominating in that way kind of thing if, if there was and there probably is gladiatorial fights in town he probably participates in those um, and has absolutely no problem with killing people and things like that it's not legal um, really if he had chopped off Aura's head there um, he would have been in a lot of trouble there would have been a lot of guards and stuff so it's pretty ballsy that he even attempted it um, and I think you're all aware by the way everyone is super aware that he 100% tried to straight up behead Aura in the street it wasn't like he intended to miss or anything she just got lucky in that the armor she's wearing sits differently on her shoulders so she was holding herself differently maybe um do i need to make a roll that i won't kill this guy because he's a paladin um i mean that's up to you like he he put his hands up he turns to you and and uh seems to be you know surrendering to your uh I pull my mask down, just revealing how, like, there's just no color in my face besides my red eyes. I mean, intimidation I check. Okay. No proficiency in intimidation. Should do. 17. Yeah. You have it now for being undead. So you can add to that. What is that? Five? Yeah. Oh, so add two? Uh, well, hang on. No, yeah. You would have gone up two. So it'd be 19. Um, okay. Yeah, he like looks up at you and and uh, you see him kind of. He recognizes something in you, and, and there's a moment where you see an a, an expression for the first time, maybe on his face that isn't just like either a glowering attempt, uh, intense kind of um, contempt, but uh, yeah, he recognizes something and 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 steps back, sort of. Uh, I didn't I didn't want to start a fight with all of you. I le I start propping myself up, and I look at Ellie. Kill the motherfucker. Be still. Kill him. Well, I think that's a bit traumatic. I take my dagger out and I stab into his neck. Oh my! No! I will try to stop her. All which right. Which means I might get stabbed, but for fuck's sake. Uh, both of you give me initiative rolls. Okay. Hell, I'm not good at initiative. Should be, okay, you're a rogue. 25. Um, I think, yeah, Ellie, you bring the dagger down. Um, you see that the, the little paladin isn't just, like, going to let you do it. He is reacting as well. He's like, looks like he's bringing up his, uh, his, um, his arm with braces on. But, yeah, I think, Suna, how do you want to inter interject? Because you're kind I'm of just, gonna, you're just there. I'm going to reach, reach my hand out and just have her stab right through my hand. And I'm looking right at her the whole time. All right, Ellie, give me the dagger roll. And damage. I'm scared. Is it a poison dagger? Was... Yep. Ugh. Maybe I'll miss. Oh no, you don't yeah. miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just Wait, get... I won't miss? No, it's, oh. a, it's a hit. Just give me the damage. Yeah. Sooner is purposefully interjecting. Okay. Um, so, Sooner, give me a con save. Sixteen. Uh, you make it. So you just take the eight piercing damage as a dagger just right. goes straight through your hand. And as it does so, uh, <sighs> the uh, Dark Paladin grows again. Um, the minute is up and he grows up and, and he <sighs> says, Come now. What is this? A hit? 
I'm looking right at Ellie. You need to stop acting like a petulant child. I pull Our the actions dagger have away. consequences. I pull the dagger away and I'm like, I'm not acting like a child and I'm not the one that attacked our teammate until now, I guess. And I walk away. Okay. Actually, I'm going to take his sword and keep walking with it because I do not want him to get it back. And now that he's big, he's big boy. He says, uh, uh, hmm. Let me roll one more check for him, actually. Oh. He says to you, um, mm, would he? Yeah, he would. He, uh, he shouts to you as you pick the sword up. He says, drop the sword, lifeless. Just give him back his sword. Let him go on his way and we'll be on ours. Does it look like he's ready to fight again? Uh, yeah. He looks pretty fucking angry that you're trying to take his sword, at least. Well, I mean, even if I gave it back, does it look like I'd have, like, it would be a bad thing? Um, give me an insight check. Okay. Because I'm not, so, uh, ooh, I failed horribly. <laughs> a natural one. This guy yeah. absolutely can do nothing to harm you. There's, like, there's, I don't even know why you would, you feel no fear. He, he, he might try and attack you, but even then, he's probably bluffing. Can I try and throw his sword? Just throw it, like, further away from him so I can just be like, well, if you want it, go get it. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Athletics? Um, well, you can just, if you can throw it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to chuck the sword. I'm just going to chuck in the, in the distance moon. and be like, there you go. He kind of growls, I think, under his breath. I don't know if Ellie would hear it um, as she walks away. The, um, the, uh, the dark paladin kind of turns around to the rest of you and says, What'll it be then? If you come near Aura again, I will kill you. She challenged me. I don't think she did that. I think she wanted to ask you a question. Huh. We'll just call it a misunderstanding and be done with it. Give me a persuasion check. <sighs> I still have my bow in my hand. Yeah. 18. 18. Uh, that was perception. Yeah. He, um, oh, sorry. I hit perception instead of persuasion. Oh, yeah, wrong with 24. It's probably gonna be Even better because you're a charisma kid. He, um, he says, uh, I'm going to collect my sword and then I'm going to get a drink. That sounds great. I don't think we're going back in there anyway. We'll go to a different tavern. Have a good evening, sir. Oh, actually. Um, how close are you to him? Pretty, pretty close. I, I mean, she was gonna stab him, and I put my hand out in the way. So I think, I think I'm pretty fucking close. Mm. However close I would have to be to stop a dagger to the throat. Uh, yeah. Let me just check on something here because he, I think he still has this thing. 
I crouch down by Aura and I look at her and I'm like, you all right? Yeah. No, I, I mean, tried to, I tried to blood. finish him off. I'm sorry. He goes it's inside. Okay, I don't know why he, she stopped you. He collects his sword and he goes inside and kind of leaves all of you around. There's a few people kind of standing around outside um, and they, they kind of look over everything that's going on. You see that carriage start to move once again. People start kind of uh, uh, going back about their business and it seems to die down calm down he heads back in um a few people you can hear him talking um about what's happened and maybe who he is a little uh you can hear that the the tavern starts up again and it starts to calm the area there's a big fucking uh pool of or puddle of blood around where aura is and um yeah i think uh give me perception checks everyone Twenty-four. Six. Twenty-four. Ooh, not twenty. Thirteen, fifteen. So 15. everyone but Aura, for some reason, um, overhears a few people kind of saying some stuff about the uh, the thing that just happened there. Um, you hear um, you hear like a, a, a couple kind of speaking as they're heading back inside and say, uh, "Bloody hell, she survived. Hey, she did survive." Haven't seen that before. No, I never seen nobody survive Grim as they kind of uh, head back in. Uh, I, I try to prop myself up. I'm sorry. Didn't think it would escalate that much, that quickly. Are you all right? We didn't yeah. either. <sighs> I, didn't I told you you should let me kill him on the way out, but you didn't listen. We can't well, just go around doing whatever we want. Did you not see the handprint? That guy's not a good guy. You defended a bad person. I'm just throwing it out there. He likes murdering. Did you hear the he people? to cut my head off sooner. There are many more of them. With my There's back turned to him. Right. He's not a good person and you saved his life. And he's a paladin. He could have probably taken mine. You know what? I, I'm, I, I'm not the judge and neither are you. Actually, it's like everyone else, it looked like she challenged him and then we ganged up on him and we would have murdered him and we would have been in jail, unable to do what we're here to do. We would not have been in world. jail. We would not have been in well, jail. You might not have been in jail, but the rest of us. I would have made sure you could either. But how did it look like I had challenged him? I asked him a question and I turned my back to You him. walked up to his table, Aura. Which many people do in bars and taverns. Yeah, and you... I, it looked like you approached him to you, everyone yeah, else. You, hold on, you can't it be mad like about you this. you challenged him. You were, you, were, you were there for the show, hoping she'd get a, a little, you know, little sausage tonight. I was hoping you that, yes. There was I wasn't hoping someone would end up with their head off on the street. Oh, of course, none of us her. were. That's why I was going to kill him. Now he's going to go kill more people. And so are you. <laughs> I'm going to kill people that kill people, sure, and attack you guys. But I guess if you don't want me defending you guys, I won't I won't defend you anymore. Well, maybe not. <laughs> I won't go. Mental note of that. I start walking towards uh the Duke and Trap. Yep. I just stop talking, start walking towards the Duke and Trap. Okay. Bow Aura, where are you going? Well, I'm uh, I'm helping Aura out. As okay. uh, I know she's still pretty weak and I'm sure she's uh well, I'm sure she's, I, I can tell that she's uh, 
you know, not feeling so, uh, so good, seeing as she's pretty pale and looking very under the weather. May I, I offer you something? Would you like to take something for that? I don't know. I haven't felt well since we've been here. I'm just trying to get answers for stuff, because... I mean, maybe it's a show to you and Suna, but I'm just trying to figure out what we need to do. Look, I don't, I don't want you to... Trouble. Look, we, it, it's, it's not really more that it was a show for us. More, we saw that you were trying to perhaps get some information for us, especially as we're trying to find Suna's father out here. Um, I was going to do the same, but, uh, well, it was you who took the courage to actually, well, talk to a fellow like, uh, well, Grim. Well, at least I know now. Don't go for the most evil-looking person in the room. Yeah. Uh, can I use some hit die? Um, I guess so, depending on what you're doing. You have to kind of rest for about an hour, but if you're just I sitting do. there for an hour, I'm happy to fast forward through that, kind of. I'd probably, like, scooch up to uh, the side of a, the bar, probably, and lean against it and in, sit. You're going in again? No, I'm outside, like, sitting in the snowbank, like, leaning against the side of the bar. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you can you can begin a short rest and uh, sit there. Yeah. If All right. I need to I'm do gonna... stuff, Bo, I can stay yeah, here I'll, for a bit. I'll, I'll grab you a blanket from inside. I know some of the people that work here at the inn too. Thank just you, just Bo. so you can be a little bit more comfortable. Of course, I'll be right back. And I head inside. Yeah, you head inside. You um, maybe glance at the table where this fellow Grim is is sitting, and he just seems to have sat back down. It is in exactly the same position he was in before, kind of just um, sitting there. Um, he seems to already be nursing a new drink. Uh, his sword resting in the same position, and uh, yeah, he he. Um, you see him uh, place his hand over where he had the arrow in it. Um, you see a kind of dark energy off of his hand, um, and then he carries on drinking his drink, and you head, uh, you head in. Wait, did Suna go into the bar? Yes. Where did you go? Uh, I just went, got another drink, and sat at a table, alone. Okay. Um... Maybe one of our drinks was probably still there. One of the whiskeys. I might even sit back at that table, but I am by myself. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I think you did that fine. Like, no one gave a shit that you did this or was involved in this skirmish outside. There's a few people still talking about it, but not... Uh, didn't seem, like, too out of place for a lot of people. Like, even the amount of people that went outside to watch it seemed, like, not enough for the drama um of a of a of a fight i think probably you see Bo come in Bo heads over towards i assume the bar as well yeah um i'm, I'm asking you for a, uh, one of the ladies <laughs> if they could uh perhaps get a blanket for my friend outside um yeah a uh you find like one of the the bar staff that you recognize um they kind of glance at the table where where uh, that grim guy is and they they nod at you they head somewhere out of door for a minute or two and then come back they bring you a blanket and inside of it is a, a little bottle of um something strong some sort of clear liquid 
um, and they hand it over to you and give you a nod. Oh, and I, uh, I turn the nod. What's this? I, I inquire. Well, if she's going to be sitting outside, perhaps she'll need a swig. Oh, oh, right. Um, uh, would I happen to know any of the, uh, uh, ladies of the night? Are they, uh, on, 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 uh, uh, duty as of right now? Um, not that I'm interested. I'm just, you know, just, you know, uh, gonna ask some questions of my own. Um. In the right places. You are asking me or in character to the woman? Uh, in, in character to the, the woman, yes. She, um, she looks around, um, the the bar a little bit and then points over and says uh oh Susanna's over there she doesn't look too busy and you turn around there's a a human woman she's maybe in her 30s um wearing a pretty like pretty standard looking dress um but she's sitting comfortably at the edge of uh one of the seats towards the uh back of the bar Kind of just sitting there looking around every now and then she'll have like a little kind of like joke with one of the men or whatever um yeah you know her to be a high-class escort all right uh i make my approach to uh suzanne she looks um, you up and down you know each other already um well, let's just say maybe she does look familiar to me, but she probably doesn't recognize my face. It's probably been some time. Let's see if she recognizes you. Oh, she uh -oh. does. She gives you like a oh. twinkling smile um, oh, and says, no. uh, well, well, well. <laughs> Hi, Susie. How's it going? A long time no see. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, You've uh, never looked younger. Oh, always uh, too kind there. Uh, I wanted to ask you uh, a question, you know, considering we're uh, good friends. We go we go back, yes. Susie. Of course we do, yeah. yes. Uh, I wanted to ask you perhaps, um, you know, I, I know it's probably not uh, in your line of business to uh, uh, share uh, clientele information, um, uh, but uh, I was wondering if perhaps the name uh, Ezrin or... Um, Sorry, what was this other human name? Xerxes. Xerxes. Does that name ring a bell? Any of those names ring a bell? Roll me a persuasion check. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Let me work my magic. Yes. A 23. Um, even on a 23, she holds her hand out, palm up, and says, Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. All right, you play uh, you play a game there, sweetheart. All right, how much? She looks you up and down and says, uh, "Is that a blanket? Are you are you on the street?" No, 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 no. This is this is for a friend. Um, she's just taking a rest outside. Uh, it's it's not what it looks like. She's she's just uh, tired. She's just yeah. Oh, that terrible business. Was you were involved in that? Oh, um. I, I was, uh, well, well, I guess you could say yes, I was involved, yes. Uh, I thought I got my hands dirty. Yes, very well. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I'm surprised you don't know who Xerxes is. She holds oh, her hand out okay. again. Okay, well, all right. And in her hand, I, I put, uh, one gold bar. 
on gold bar. Okay, maybe that's too much. Damn it, Bobo! When Ellie finds out. No, 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 I, I, no, 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 no! That's too much. That's too much. Okay, I hold, I hold, I, I, I'm digging in through my pockets and I feel the gold bar. I'm like, no, okay, that's way too much. Um, okay. Considering Susie and I go way back, and I really want her to tell me, uh, 50, uh, twenty silver. Twenty silver. Holy shit. Um, yeah, she takes the fucking little purse of silver, I guess, yeah. and she says, um, um, sit down, will you? Oh, oh, okay, sure. And I, uh, hastily take my seat. So she what you got for me, Zeus? Turns around, leans onto the table, and says, "Xerxes, you. Why, why on earth are you looking for Xerxes?" Well, uh, believe it or not, Susie, uh, one of the ladies I'm with uh, is his daughter. Oh, well, that's terrible yeah. news. Um. Anyway, yeah, we're. Uh, we're looking for him. She's uh, she's Mr. Daddy Dearest, mm. and she's hoping to reunite with her uh, her pappy. Right. Well, I don't suppose that'll be possible. Unfortunately, um, Xerxes has been dead for at least a decade. You're joking. He, well, there used to be a casino run by Xerxes, and then he was uh, he was killed by. Uh, A demon slayer? And would you happen to know the name of this demon slayer? Hmm. Calgary Sachet. Calarush. 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 Give me a. Give me a. D20. Kalaru Sashwani. Kalarouj? I think his name was Kalarouj Sashwani. Something absurd. Kalu oh boy. Alright, well, anything works. Yes, well, you're always asking yourself. He's usually in here. Wait, what? He's here? Yes. Well, what does he look like? Um, well, he looks like an elven demon hunter with a big hat. He had. Yes. Elven demon. Okay. Eye patch. Eye patch. Okay. Dirty All blonde right, hair. Ringlets. Lots of it. Okay. Oh. Yes. All right. All right. Very well. I, I appreciate this, Susie. Thank you. Yes. Well. Um. Yes. I suppose it's a very strange uh, request from you, though. Oh, uh, you know, uh, I've always been a curious cat, you know me. Uh, yes, well, demon hunting is not always a friendly business, and then this with, uh, old Grim over there. Uh, you're trying to get yourself locked up, aren't you? Why? No, <laughs> no, no. What is it? No, not me, no. <laughs> What's the scam? Scam? Oh, there, there ain't any, no. Are you kidding me? We're talking about me, Bo. I, I don't get involved in that sort of stuff, Zeus. Right. Very well. Um, well, I suppose if you uh, have any more of that coin, you can come back and see me later on. 
Oh, hi. Well, uh, it's good to see you, Sue. It's looking great as ever. Um, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll see you around, okay? Yes, common sense. No, I can't remember. No, I can't remember his name. He's usually around here, though. Later, perhaps. Maybe he's upstairs. Oh, well, very well. I'll probably have to come by again later. Okay. Good day. All right, buddy. until the... Uh, you too. Until the next time, Susie. Nods at you and I, turns back I around. I make my way. Yeah, heading outside? Yeah, heading outside and giving uh, Aura the blanket. Yeah, Aura, you're boots. probably frozen to death by now. Um, <gasps> no! <laughs> she looks like uh, Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. Um, no, you look probably, you're probably pretty cold, but not that bad. You still got yeah. all your winter stuff on. Um, it would be uncomfortable. Your neck would fucking pain. Um, but uh, yeah, I think after a few minutes, Bo heads outside. Sooner you would probably have seen this interaction from across the room, and then eventually you see Bo head back outside. Um, all right. Business as usual. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit and have a drink. Okay. Then uh, yeah, Aura. Bo heads back outside. I give her I... the blanket and the booze. Thank you. What's the what's the liquid for? Oh, um, uh, the ladies uh, recommended that you drink it to keep warm. But if you know you're not feeling up to it, you don't have to. Oh, why not? I'll grab it from him and take a swig. Oh, well, go crazy. <clears throat> it's like what gasoline. Is it? Oh, it's so strong, but I feel warm. How bad is it, Bo? And I lift up my neck, and I know you said it healed, but is there, like, a scar now? Yeah, there's definitely a scar. And that looks like it's gonna be with you for life. Well... Didn't mean to rush stuff, I just... I want to get home, I have people at home, oh... I know, so and I know you want to get back to Alvin. I know, you've got a lot on your mind. It was... it was that cocksucker's fault. It just he was, was he was the one talking about how, how you uh, attacked him first. He he attacked you when, when your back was facing him. It, I he promise was nothing I but did, a coward. I didn't go up to him and say, hey, I want to fight you outside. I just wanted to find or, Suna's dad. Well, exactly. I mean, I, I thought you were just showing you, uh, uh, you were showing uh, your uh, um, bits and I, I thought he, he was going to do the same. I thought that's why he laughed, because he no, liked what he saw. No, I, I mean, I'll be honest, but he was not a handsome man. I yeah, have somebody was, back home, too, Bo. Oh. What I mean? There's somebody else that I want to get back home to. That's why I'm trying to figure this stuff out. I just don't seem to be very good at it. Yeah, I'm not good at half the things I do either, but you know, we, uh, we've got each other. Can I Help come back and walk up to them? Yeah, you didn't go to the, the other bar? Up. I, I'd say it was like I was walking away, angry, and then I walk back. The classic night out. Two people are crying on the steps of the pub, one's gone missing, and the other one storms off and then moodily comes back <laughs> after a fight. Yeah, no, I've never experienced that. Yeah, you come wandering back. Fuck are you guys still doing out here? I'm just taking some time to... Hanging out? Yeah. You're just hanging out, outside in the cold. My yeah. face hurts really bad, Ellie. You afraid, you afraid to go back inside because that, you know, that guy, Grim, is 
still in there? No, yeah, I'm not he, afraid of him. No, I'm not going back in there. I mean, he did try to take my head off, and I think it's more of a pride thing at this point. Yeah, you, you, you took it like a champ, though. That's pretty good. Got a sweet scar now. I lift my neck up to show Ellie. That's cool. I mean, I guess you could say you were a little in over your head dealing with that guy, but maybe next time don't walk up to the scariest dude in the bar. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been in the city before. I just thought, oh, find the one that looks the worst. He might know something. Yeah, see, that's maybe next time ask me or Bo and we might try to steer you away from that just a little bit. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out. I just want to... Well, I just don't, why, why is it so hard to find people? I have an idea if you, you guys want to go with me. Uh, Bo knows where we're going. I uh, actually got some interesting information to share with you ladies, um, especially to Suna. She'll want to hear this. She's yeah? mad. What is it? Well, yeah, I imagine she's mad. We did kind of yell at each other. Well, she's going to want to hear this. This concerns her dad. All right. Yep. So, um, I'll let how you, about you tell her. Right I'll here. stay out here. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to go get her because I oh, think okay. it's best that I relay this all to you. All right. Do you want me to come back inside? Mm. No, it's it's okay. It's probably best that you know we're we're out here and and not in uh, well uh, and I don't want to be seen by that guy again. No offense, that that grim fella gives me the heebie-jeebies. You know what? I'll go in. I'm gonna walk into the bar. All right then. Um, All right. I, I guess you coming with me or? No, you're uh, staying out here with her. Make sure nothing happens. Okay then. All right. We'll wait for you. Uh, yeah, you head back in. Again, seems like business as usual in there. You can see that this big dude that people refer to as Grim is uh, just back in the corner. He just seems to be nursing already, maybe on like his third drink or something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, a few people kind of um, mutter to themselves as you head in, but don't really. Um, nothing. Nothing seems to happen. Are you looking for... Who are you looking for? Sooner. Sooner? You, if Grim you... sees me, I sort of give him a little... I don't think he's looking at you, no, he doesn't. Oh, okay. He's just kind of uh, in his, on his side of the bar at the back. He just seems to be way more interested in his drink than anything else. Good. Um, but yeah, Suna, you've obviously sat somewhere or anything like that? I'm just at the other table and I'm by myself, so I don't know if she, pro I don't know if she sees me or not. I'm not trying to hide. There you go. I slide in. I, I've, okay, hold on, hold. Let me see how terribly I do this. Yeah, I take someone's drink as they're not looking, and I slide in next to Suna. I pass with a drink. No, yep. it's probably mead. I don't know. I I've got a whiskey. That's thank you. It's, I mean, it's pretty good. I can give it to that guy, and I point to Grim. <laughs> Maybe a peace offering. Think I, he will kill me. I don't think we should talk to him again. Hmm. Well. Putting what happened earlier behind us, Bobo has some info that he wants all of us to hear. Said particularly you. What is it? Oh, I don't know. He won't tell me without you being there. It's about dear old dad. Hmm. If I had to take a guess, I'd say yes. It's about your dad. Right. Well, I don't... I, 
I quite fancy my drink right here, if you don't mind. Want me to tell him to come inside? Oh, no, I, I, I don't think anyone should come in here. I think we should just... Well, if you don't go outside, they're going to come inside, and that might not be good for that guy. Better maybe to avoid anything that could happen. Ellie, I think I'd like to just sit here and enjoy my drink. Maybe I'll talk to Bo another time. All right. Uh, well, here's another free drink on me. Or no, actually, on that guy. I point to, like, some random guy that I took it from. Yeah. And uh, I just get up and I walk out. Okay. Hey, Bo. Yeah, she's not coming out. I think we should, uh, you should just tell me. Oh, boy. Um, well, uh, so a resource of mine says that uh, and apparently her dad's been dead for the past 10 years. Oh. How does your source know this? Well, let's just say she gets around. She slept with Suna's dad. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't get the deets, um, but I, she knows people. You know, if she slept with Suna's dad, and then you slept with her as well, then it's kind of like you slept with Suna's dad in a roundabout kind of way. He's not trying to mess with them. <laughs> just trying to Please don't mention that to God, okay? Anyway. That was a long time ago. I reckon I was, I met Sue, Sue, I almost slipped her name. No. Anyway, um, anyway, um, and I happen to know possibly who killed her father. All right. He's a, oh, sorry. you, You mean that I interacted with that man inside for no reason? Um. Well, you shouldn't have done that in the first place, if I'm being honest. Well, I mean, we all make mistakes, I feel like. No, I don't make mistakes. I've made many mistakes in my life, okay? I see them walking about all the time. I was ready to correct your mistake, Aura, but I wasn't allowed to, so. Well. (sighs) I just, like, stare off into the snow very pensively. I'm just kind of coping with with what I've done. Just cheer up. It's all right. That guy's not a good guy. And honestly, if he knew me a little sooner, he probably would have went after me instead. So. Oh. Either way, we're staying away from him and his friends. They're, they're, they're with that cult. Well, where's this guy? You said you know a guy that was involved in all this? I, no. Not that he was involved in, no, with our friend Grim, but, um, well, he was involved in the killing yeah. of, well, Serena's father. A demon hunter. It was a demon hunter. Yeah. Yeah, it was a demon hunter. Um, I, I, uh, his name was Cut Key. Key. Um, Cut Key? No, 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 no. Um, I just know it started with a K. Um, but, but, okay. He, uh, had dirty blonde hair, had a, um, eye patch, and, um, what else? He was, uh, elf. He was Elvin. He was Elvin. So, that he should be pretty easy to spot. Um, oh, and he's coming, he comes, uh, at, at well, in the, uh, late hours. So, um, they're actually expecting him later tonight, so we might actually be able to, uh, see him. 
Do you know why he killed her dad? Either, either he was, uh, well, under a contract or, well, simply because that's just the way of a demon hunter. Ah, you said the magic word, contract. Speaking of which, come on, let's go. I like Wait, the way we're what? on. We'll be back by... We'll be back. Okay. I uh, help Aura up if she's willing to stand. Have I rested long enough to use a hit die at this point? Mm, uh, yeah, unless you guys are really planning on fucking immediately turning a corner and killing people. Um, no. Then, uh, we're just yeah, gonna casually walk away. You can, you can use a couple hit dice. I'm gonna use two. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll stand up and look towards the bar. I don't think... <sighs> you want me to go in there and try to talk her nope. coming out? That's not a good idea. I think she needs her alone time for a little bit. That's, that's what she said to me. She doesn't want us going in there. And I don't know if you should show your face around Grim right now. He's still in there and he doesn't look, uh... Well, he didn't seem very happy. I thought not he was that. drunk. Did he not look drunk? I mean, he, he was, was drinking. drinking. More. Yeah, but uh, I still wouldn't. <laughs> I, I know. Mm -mm. <sighs> I, I just, she's not gonna know where we went. We'll be back. We're gonna come back. We gotta come back by uh, by dark anyway. Late night, remember? Meet that demon hunter. Maybe go find out a little bit more about him. Someone might know. And then I am now going to walk to the Duke and Trap. Yeah, all three of you going there? Yeah. Shouldn't be. I hesitate, but I follow them. Okay. Yeah, you guys uh, head. It's on the same, like, a high street, but much further down. Um, once you get to, like, uh, an intersection that that uh, one way heads towards a bridge that heads over the, the river towards the... Um, northwestern side of town kind of more militant district um with the fortress access up that way um there is a a little um like it, it's not even a, a street or a road it's more like an alleyway that leads down to this just back alley bar that doesn't even have a sign above the door or anything um the door is almost always closed um even though you can open it and head in um, and you guys head down this alleyway. There's there's another alleyway uh, that leads round the back of that um, LA. There are two access points to the actual guild, if that's what you're heading for. If you're just heading for the bar, um, no. then it's just a little pub with uh, with just a basic kind of rundown um, uh, um, little pub area with all the, the, the bar and everything in it. But then there's also... Um, you can get in there and go round the back and enter a basement, or you can just go round to where there's like a, a, a basement access, um, which is down another alleyway. It leads down into a, just a barren room with some bullshit in it and empty stuff. There's sometimes people like squatting in there and stuff that you guys have to shoo out. Um, are you heading for the actual guild? Yeah. You're bringing these with you? I think we'd go through the bar first. Okay. To go to access via that way, just to see if I see anyone that I know in the actual bar first. Yeah. All right. So you three wow. um, head along the the street. Um, Bo, she takes you down towards the bar. You know nothing of this basement activity. Um, that you maybe have slept in the basement or something on a fucking random chance. But um, there's a secret access point in the basement that no one knows about. Um, and you can't even access without the... Um, the pentacle that you have. 
Um, but yeah, I think Ellie leads you down towards this alleyway, takes you down this shifty alleyway. There's probably like three dudes just like shiftily standing around at the door that, um, yeah, you probably recognize these faces um, as, uh, as maybe not necessarily members of the Assassin's Guild, but just like Regular thugs. Patrons. Yeah, that, that frequent the bar. Um, and uh, yeah, they don't do anything as you guys head in. However... I'm going to shift back to Suuna, who sat in this bar um, in the other in the other um, pub. Um, are you just nursing a drink? Yes. Um, how many drinks are you going to nurse? Are you going to... Are you, are you powering? How many were left? Are you doing shots here, or are you just kind of like no, sipping at a... No, it's the whiskey. Sipping at a whiskey? Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're all by yourself. That's correct. Give me um, a perception check. Ten. Ten. At some point, you realize that that guy Grim is like directly across the bar from you. Um, and he's looking at you. He's like staring at you from across the bar. I just lift my drink. And then go back to nursing it. I'm assuming he's glaring at me like he wants to cut my head off. Give me an insight check. All right. Eleven. Um, it's not really a glare. You get the sense that he, he does look at first like he's just scowling at you, but maybe that's just his resting bitch face. Um, All right. He actually looks a little like he's just confused as to what the fuck you're doing in here. Um, but he's staring at you kind of oddly. Um, he, he, it's almost like he's investigating you. Like he's looking at you like, the fuck is this? Almost. All right. Um, if you just raise your drink, I think. I you... just raise my glass and kind of salute him a bit and then go back to it. He does the same thing, but he doesn't raise his glass. He just goes back to his, to his, uh, to his drink. Um, how long would you stay here for? The whole evening? You have plans? You, what is your intention? Uh, well, my mom just died. So yeah, I think I'd stay the whole night. Sitting in there? Yep. Okay. Um, Probably until I felt tired. Yeah, and, and I think an hour goes past before the sun sets. Um, and there isn't like any sign of the others. Um, people are coming and going constantly. If anything, it's a lot busier um, and it starts to fill up a little more. You see that a lot of the um, tables and chairs that are at the edges of the upper floors start to fill up as well. And there's a little bit more of a cacophony of sound coming down from up there as people come in. Um, you get the sense that there might be another bar upstairs um, because you don't see a lot of people going up and down once they go up there. But yeah, you don't, um, you don't, uh, yeah. Are there rooms here as well? Yeah. Oh, well, then I just drink and then... Do I notice anyone? I'll look around after a while um, and see if I recognize anyone that might be a lady of the night. Uh, I guess give me another insight check. Nine. 
you unfamiliar to me here aren't sure the the types of um courtesans that are in dustvale are very much like classic wild west types like the, that woman from westworld that wears the thing and has the, okay. those kinds of dresses um i don't know what they're called but um yeah here you you look at people but there, there's a lot of um you know men and women in here that you think maybe could doing that or they could just be flirtatious patrons there doesn't appear to be like anyone who's um scantily clad or like very obviously kind of like walking along and um yeah most people in here seem to be dressed relatively well in the sense that they uh you know they don't no one looks um out of place it's kind of hard for you to determine exactly everything i think even from from like you know status um, yeah, because they're dressed very, so differently. Strange. The fashion is just completely different to what you're expecting. It's very, um, uh, very sort of like medieval European-looking clothing. You know, basic tunics and, and trousers and boots. Whereas you're used to um, desert wear and um, uh, veils and things like that, and shawls and um, wraps. So um, I don't think you know. You're pretty sure there's probably people in here that do this. But well, of you, course, you can't but I don't know what they look like. All right. I don't really feel like talking to anyone or asking. So if I don't see anyone immediately that I can identify as one, then I think I will actually pull out my mom's cards. And I will try to do a reading, I guess. On yourself? Yes, on this situation. Uh... Do you have what the I'm ability to, to do. do that? Do you want to do that, or do you want me to roll for you? Well, I mean, I can roll if you'd like. I don't know if you have your own setup there. You did give me one, if you look at my sheet. It's the the DM there that you added under attack. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Or if you'd rather me use something else. Under attack. I don't, I don't know if that's the other thing. You put it under um, attacks and spell casting. I don't know if this one counts because it's from. Oh, mom. you're trying to do that. But you were just doing a pull a card out and see what. See well, what you get. I'm trying to do a reading like Mum would have taught me to. Trying to get some. Okay. Divination, yes. I don't um, know what I'm supposed to do. Okay, first of all, roll me a d22. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, roll me that attack there. Fourteen. Um, you pull out a blank card. Which you know does not exist. All right. Um, you sit it down with the with the other cards in the deck. You flick through the cards; they all seem to have something on it. Um, when you kind of look at this um, this blank card for a moment, you um, you notice that the edges of the card are vibrating. Concentrating oh, on it a little Lord. more, vibrating. You, you see, like the, the the card kind of shift and change a little bit. Um, it it fills 
with an image. But you also hear some sounds. Would you rather concentrate on the sounds or the image? What is new to me? I've done this kind of divination before, but I have, I'm not as good as mom and I've never been quite great at it. When I've done this before, have I heard sound? I'd like to focus on whichever one is newer to me. Call me an arcana check. All right. So give me a roll. 22. Um, they both seem very strange. Um, they both appear to be coming from a very different place. Um, oh, 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 can I tell which place? As in they're both coming from two different places. But I mean, one is the one and the other one's from mum, right? Yes. Yeah, I want mum's. I don't want his. So you focus on the sound. Yes. Um, as you focus on the sounds, um, the images on the on the card begin to... Uh, shift and change you you notice um that the vibration at the edges of the cards kind of kind of dissipates and the blankness of the card begins to uh um fill in um but but not it doesn't it isn't being drawn for you for a moment you believe that the 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 card is about to show you something but instead the the image that is presented to you is just the card that you have um you had pulled a card there it was just being concealed but for from a moment you. it was blank it was but it was actually just kind of concealing what was on the card um you hear the sound of um of wind um the sounds of the the bar and the patrons in the bar begin to feel very far away from you and uh kind of you begin to taste almost kind of like a, a salty taste um a dry sensation the the cold of this bar here begins to dissipate and it begins to warm around you as you um hear this sound and you concentrate on this sound um it sounds like you're traveling at a decent speed you almost get this sensation of bits of sand being uh lifted up and hitting your hitting your face um as you close your eyes and concentrate on it you feel like you're um land sailing a memory that you understand and have understood for a really long time um when you open your eyes again you see that the card that's in front of you is um is the sun which represents success happiness and suggests to you that all will be well um, and those those sounds begin to dissipate. That feeling of the wind begins to uh, begins to um, vanish again. And then the sensation of the room around you, the bar, the sounds of the people return. And uh, yeah, your cards are laid out in front of you. Whatever was going on um, is gone again. Um, uh, but yeah, you just you see the card there. It's it's the same card. The sun, however it looks, and is presented to you in the cards here. Um, the rest of your deck in front of you. Um, there's like a younger man that walks past and looks down at the cards and says, uh, 
I'll play you at a game. Like. Oh, no. No, thank you. Oh, well. Very well. Not very good. Probably missed out on a few silver. Walks off and heads towards the bar. And I think we just see Suna silently crying. That's where we end today's session. As uh, the others head into the other bar. And... Suna left by herself in the... Uh, in the Whatever that one was called that we rolled for at the beginning. Flute and Owlbear. Owl that's what it was called. Um, all right. Well, thanks for playing, players. And uh, we'll do a quick round of shout-outs. You guys can shout-out where people can find you during the week and things and stuff. Um, once again, I'd like to formally apologize to Aura for making her fall on the ground at 1 HP. <laughs> because... It's all right. I tried to warn you like six times. You know, but I, <laughs> the waitress, I, I was I, like, oh no. You also missed tell. out on the, the religion check for it being like, he's clearly a fucking evil paladin. But I mean, you know. Yeah, that's not something that we got until Bobo and I did it later. Yeah. So. Which I think would have been become obvious after he attacked, because that, that shit was scary. Yeah, he's a nasty well, old bastard. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, well, that's how it is rough city folk I, I actually enjoyed that you were kind of like small town just a small town girl like wandering into a bar like probably the biggest dude in town in BAME yeah. would never just fucking try and kill you in the street you know like it's, it just wouldn't happen you'd maybe get into like a little light fisticuffs in the bar and then everyone would break it up and you'd all go home and it'd be, everyone would cry and it'd be over um, so I kind of enjoyed the that well, did. that's why Ellie climbed on a roof and was like, well, here we go. You're right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's how it is. That's just how it is. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I thought it, you know, it was it was scary. It was a good was episode. Like, oh, it was an emotional one. Yeah, it was a ride. That's for sure. Rough. Um, yeah, really a, lot to, uh, a lot to digest and think about. Um, I'm scared to go home. Yeah. Like, why? Home, mom. Because I'm gonna, they haven't seen me. I, I just disappeared. Yeah, but at least you killed the guy first. It's only been what six days. It's true. I did kill the guy. You got, you did the deal, right? So maybe yeah. you're on vacation. They probably, I don't know. They probably think I'm dead, and they're right. Hey. <laughs> uh, hey. Yeah. Well, find out <clears throat> next time. Um. Yeah, we'll do a quick round of shoutouts, and then, uh, and then you guys can, uh, you can go and ask all of these wonderful people on their streams they think of Aura being an, a half-orc now. Um, the, uh, yeah. Let's start with, uh, with you, Aura. Big, big, big city, small town girl. Where can people yeah. find you in the week? Um, not getting decapitated on my stream. Uh, <laughs> I play lots of scary games and sci-fi, so come hang out with me. Come ask me about Aura. And I have a backup character at this point in the back of my head in case something happens. I'm literally like, I I thought for sure I was gonna die today. So to be fair, I was gonna try and kill that guy if he tried to finish you off. So I, I'm just yeah. I think I'm more in shock that I'm still existing in this world at this point so. it's crazy i feel like i need to write it in narratively for a reason at this point I'm like i need to figure out why this keeps happening like what is the 
was the clever... Please have there be a reason, Brad. It's so <laughs> it's the clever There's metaphor like a here. one of the chosen ones, so she has to almost be killed every single time. Yeah. I'm like a sacrificial lamb. One day, no like, can well, you just yeah. stop? <laughs> can you just stop almost dying? Just... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe God doesn't want you guys to succeed, so he's just going to try to kill Aura every chance he gets. Maybe God just doesn't want me alive. Yeah, so. well, I mean... <laughs> I can guarantee you he doesn't want any of you alive. He doesn't want um, us alive, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. We'll have to see. Maybe it's just one of those, like, fables where it's like, well, every time you mm. get pushed down, you get back up again, you know, or whatever, you know, that... Did posi- you... Every time you attitude. almost lose your head, you Did you really just do that? Up. What? Try and I get knocked down, spin. then I get up again. No, you fucking slid that lyric in there and did it to us all. Okay, anyway, Chumbawamba does. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you did. No idea what you're talking about. I've never heard. How many question? How many days has it been since we disappeared? It's been like five or six days, right? So it's been almost a week. Yeah, I think it's been. Why does it feel like a lifetime? Or I don't know. I think Alvin was like five days or six days. Yeah, so you had one day. Yeah, one day. I don't know. um, So yeah, only only six days, I think. There's only one reason someone in the syndicate goes missing for five or six days, and it means they're dead. So. Which again, you are. (laughs) I mean, it's good good proof that at least you were. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you died on you know a sunday and then still showed up for work on the monday that you were undead that's some dedication at least i gotta give you, <laughs> gotta give you we'll some see credit. how they react i guess I'm, i imagine there's going to be a series of roles when we walk in yes there always yep. is i mean there was a series of roles when you walked into this bar to see if anyone yeah. from your syndicate saw you or knew you in there to react and i rolled that there was no one that saw you so um yeah and no one recognized you in there as well did it like I'm always doing sly rolls here on the out. Like as you do things, I'm seeing how, you know, there are things going on around you that I roll for to determine what's going on a lot of the time. Um, I have to say though, I got the uh, the intimidation now, so. Oof. Yeah, I figure you should have that just because you, if someone looks at you in the eyes and you're like a, you know, red-eyed, pale-skinned, and they kind of ghoul, pretty much. It's got to do something. <laughs> like it's got to trigger something and then like oh wait what the fuck is she you know whatever um but also that guy was a paladin like the first thing we we were talking about when you first said oh i'm an undead and we were talking about it in the dms and you were like well i can like paladins hunt me and kill me and shit i was like yeah but just don't run up to one <laughs> you know like you'll you'd be fine unless you literally engage one directly and it's well, kind of the first and that's thing why you out of character Saruna doesn't know that Ellie has more reasons to kill this guy than just, oh, he attacked Ara. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because I think, didn't Mummy say you need to be careful with paladins? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said anyone of of, uh, any holy creed. So. Yeah, because they can do fucking sense, divine sense and shit and just fucking sonar, ping, find undead things and stuff. Um, There was a question that I did want to ask you and forgot, though. Are you wearing the perfume? Yeah. Hmm. I, I would say that every day she puts a little little dab on. Okay, I'm just going to assume you're wearing it from now on then. Yeah. Um, because that will that helps on a not just a you know you smell better level. Um, it's it's a magical thing to help you be slightly disguised and help you with you know just not being immediately hunted as soon as you walk past a church. Um, yeah. Anyway, where can people find you in the week? What's your stream and that? What are you doing? Uh, I'm Pocket, P-O-K-K-E-T, because Pocket with a C was taken. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Pocket, on Twitter at Pocket. 
And uh, I've been mostly just chilling. I've been doing a lot of like uh, photo related Patreon stuff lately. I got a butcher shoot tomorrow. I've been messing around with fake blood and fake fake blood and no, it's fake and and body parts. <laughs> I did that today on stream. I was like, "Hey guys, and yeah, I have to make some fake blood." And I'm like, "I don't know why I use quotes. It is fake." <laughs> but anyway, I'm I'm really excited um, to get a lot of those looks done for this month because Valentine's Day to me means four. Not a murder hobo in real life. Sure. Um, I had a lot of fun. This was a good episode. Yeah, yeah it was wild. Um, what about you, Disby? What are you doing in the week? You actually did successfully uh, get a clue. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, well, you guys can find me here on Twitch at DisbyRx, and uh, lately I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter World, and I also play the spooky games. So yeah, if you like that sort of stuff, come hang out. It was a great episode today. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, good job. You um you went up to the your, your number one source of knowledge for finding an incubus is absolutely courtesans and women of the night. Yeah. So um yeah, that was a I mean you, uh, you just did it, but that was one of the things that I had down like if they speak to anyone who does that, they will always have information available. Yes. You just have to pay for it. Nice. Um all right, PB, what about you? Where are people finding you in the week? Uh, you can find me here tomorrow again on ZBO and then again uh, on Saturdays for the Guardian's Promise. And then you can find me on my channel at twitch.tv slash pumpkinberry. I'm currently playing through Earthbound. We're on a JRPG kick, playing all the old school classics I never got to play. We did Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, and now we're on to Earthbound. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, that is the end of that another session um down um i don't know what is happening next week but we'll see there may be some um disruptions but not there will be a show but it might not be the a team we'll see um i mean the b team was pretty fun last week so right yeah uh because i think we might be down a player in kpp yeah no not you He's always lying. Always. I'm always <laughs> lying. Well, I was like, I didn't say anything about not being here next week. So. You know what? Uh, now that I think I, about it, I'm not going to be here next week. Yeah, okay. actually, I can't I can't be here next week. It's fine. <laughs> um, perfectly fine. She never lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to see us next week, then you can. We have all sorts of shows during the week. Um, so you can just find our schedule and follow us. If you follow us on Twitter then uh, that'll let you know when we go live with shows and also you can follow our Discord where there's all sorts of theory crafting for shows and people discuss things like this episode and things that happen in the, uh, in the, uh, the show overall. So uh, head on over and check those out. I'm playing Mass Effect tomorrow. I don't normally na- shout my stream out, but I've never played Mass Effect and everyone tells me I should play it. So I'm actually starting. I'm going to play them all. 9 a.m., right? 9 a.m. Eastern, if you want to see my stream and uh, catch that one. So that starts tomorrow if you want to get in on, like, episode one of uh, of that. I don't know anything about it. It's fucking crazy how I've managed to get this far in anything without Hang knowing anything about it. I have to about. immediately message my best friend. Okay. Tell her that this is happening. She loves Oh, I that. thought you were messaging me. I'm really upset. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll go and drown my sorrows. Um, 
that's it okay seven jokes that i removed from my brain thank you so much for watching everybody and we'll see you next week bye bye can you say goodbye you're not on the screen anymore you want to be on the screen again hold on yes there you go look there you go show the cat quick there we go all right thanks for watching everyone bye